Up next, the Adult Entertainment Radio Show. You're listening to Unregular Radio. The following program may be intended for adults only. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Unregular Radio, its staff, or affiliates. Furthermore, you should not attempt to recreate any of the situations described as it may prove to be physically, legally, or financially harmful. Enjoy. to your seats. You are about to engage in a listening experience unlike anything you have ever listened to before. We now present to you Adult Entertainment Radio. Alright, what is going on everybody? It's the Adult Entertainment Radio Show. This is uh, episode 31, am I correct? Yes. Something like that. Or 32? Two, yeah, 32. Somewhere in the 30s, young 30s. I think so. We, had, we missed a couple of weeks, so we it's did. hard to tell. I lost track. It's almost like when you after you hit 30 years old, you lose track of your age. And it's kind of, yeah, I'm 30-ish. Something yep. like that. Okay. I got a phone call, oh. and uh, it's like it? it's uh, Brianna. Oh, so all right. I'll, 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 I'll run enough. There you go. But uh, with us uh, right now, we do have a friend of the show, Sam J, is here. How you doing, Sam J? What's up? How you guys doing? Good. First, Good. you speak right into the mic there. Yeah, uh, I'm up to It's our second time on the show, right? Yes. I'm going to run out really quick, but I'll be right back, folks. After these messages, right? Yeah. Hey, why are you down there? Give me a hooker. Can do. All right. Awesome. If you want to give us a call here on the show, it's 617-206-1050. That's 617-206-1050. Sam, how have you been since last time we, uh, we talked? Yeah, I've been real good. Yeah. A lot yeah. of shows, been busy. Last That's time we were on, we had that crazy girl, uh, yes. Melissa Cote, on. She now follows me on Facebook. Does she really? Talks That's, to me uh, a lot, unsolicited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, um, I think I actually had a blocker on Facebook because she was becoming absolutely a pain in the ass. Yeah, she's, uh, uh, you know, she has good intentions. She does. She was, she was funny. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, she was definitely a, uh, liability. Yeah. Um, but, uh, for the most part, she was definitely, uh, entertaining. Uh, actually, a couple of my, uh, buddies that never really listened to the show before. And, uh, we were in, uh, Baltimore this weekend and I was like, hey. This is a perfect episode to listen to. <laughs> so they're listening to it, and I go, just listen to the shenanigans that this girl does on the show, the screaming and the yelling and the ups and the downs and all that stuff. And she, uh, yeah, she, I, think she, I think we got two more listeners to listen consistently on the show now. So uh, I guess that worked out pretty good, I guess. Yeah, then we won. Absolutely. absolutely. And uh, what have you been up to uh, since uh, the last? Uh, Anything exciting? You still doing the uh, comedy scene? Yeah, you know, just working. Doing a lot of out of town stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which has been cool. Nice. Where have you? Uh, what kind of, what uh, cities have you been to? New York, New Jersey, Maine, Vermont, of course, like the New England states. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be in <clears throat> Cleveland on Friday. Nice. Uh, Rochester on Saturday and uh, Buffalo on Sunday. So. You see Cleveland on Friday? Yeah. You fucking branching off all the getting the Northeast covered, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cleveland's a good town. Actually, I was there uh, three years ago to see a baseball game and stuff. It's a weird town because everything is like you get the ballpark, and you get the you get the, the baseball stadium, and then you get the like, uh, where they, the, the Cavaliers play. Right. All in this area, and there's like there's a couple bars and some stuff to check out and everything. But once you leave that like that area, it's like you're in the middle of like an industrial like zone. 
Oh, really? Oh, it's all factories and oil refineries oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like I that. Do. Yeah, they're a big old factory town. Absolutely. I'm hoping I just get to see some people like burning LeBron's jersey and effigy. Brianna just joined us. How you I doing, did. Brie? I did. What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. I locked myself out of my apartment earlier, so that was congratulations. Pain in the ass. Would you break in? Uh, no, I had to call my landlord, and he, he's very Asian, so that was that was a little difficult. tough to deal with. That conversation you should have recorded because I'm sure it was more entertaining than anything else. I did not have my recorder. Jr. has my recorder. I have it with me actually in my bag, so just want to keep all, all, set. all the listeners stay tuned at 8:30 tonight. Uh, Doctor Steve from Weird Medicine, uh, the highly rated podcast, also heard on Sirius XM and on the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, we'll be calling in at 8:30. Uh, we have uh, a few questions to ask him. Um, that should be interesting. Pretty excited enough. About uh, that. So that should be cool. And then at uh, 9:05 from. Uh, was it a baseball park chases? Base, uh, ballpark chases. Ballpark chases. Yep. Um, Craig Landron. Yes, he'll be calling in, and we have some questions to ask about uh, his you blog. You have some questions. Yes, to ask. I actually, because that's basically what I do. I chase these ballparks like I chase teenage girls on the weekend. Um, hey, oh. How you guys been? Anything exciting happened in the last week? Uh, no, I just, like, it was like my uh, misunderstanding of sorts. Like, my roommate kind of, like, flipped out on me. Uh, You're still with the same roommate, right? Yes, I am still, and uh, it's just it's it's obnoxious and just like it's 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 weird because he's making it weird. Okay, he admitted that he overreacted to something, and like because he thought I was ducking him like on paying my part of the utilities, but I just like avoid conversation with him in general. Okay, because he's just he's boring. He watches you know like like Law and Order reruns and and uh, and cooking shows all the time. And we don't have a lot in common. And how do you how do you get away? With, I, I'm confused. Like ducking the utilities. Uh, no, there was. It's just he thought that I like because he had mentioned it earlier in the week. I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah. And then he mentioned it again like on Saturday, okay. like after I had gone in and out of the house a couple of times. And so he kind of flipped on that and felt like I was, like, trying to duck him on paying my part of the utilities, which is ridiculous because I lived there and I knew what it was. I just hadn't brought it up, and I figured he would have. Uh, And he flipped out and, like, locked me out, like, briefly and, and, like, asked me to move out. And then, like, a half an hour later, like, tearfully came to my room and, like, apologized. And he's been apologizing, like, since. And it's just, like, did... Is he bipolar? I have no idea, dude. Like... Does he have a crush on you? I don't. I, I I doubt it entirely. It, and even if he does, it's kind of a moot point. It's just. It's just like it. Like I. I like I'm talking does. to him. And say I literally said to him. I'm like, look, dude. I like. I'm pretty sure I have like Aspergers. Like to like try and level the playing field and be like, like, look, dude. Like I get it. People like mess up and like don't worry. There's no Ill feelings of ill will. He's like, yeah, but I'm still gonna feel bad about it. And I said that to him. Like I go like, yeah, well, you know, like don't worry, man. Like shit happens. I like I, I probably have Aspergers. He goes, yeah, I even noticed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck, dude. Like, little ass here, not even trying you, to. Meet you me need to find no, a I, new place yeah. to live. I, re- I, I need that. to find a new job first before I do that. Uh, not that I dislike my job, but if I'm going to move, I need to like at least make more money somewhere yeah. else before I do that. But well, before we go any further, uh, Sam Mike is here. How you doing, I am Sam? here. Hey, hello. What's Thank going you on? For having me. I know absolutely. It's uh, hashtag tonight. Sam Squid. Yeah. And uh. I thought that was clever. Yes, it's the first time we had two Sams at once. Thank you for spending your time with us, White Devils, this evening. We yes. really appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> really bringing some color into the room because hey. you know we don't want people think we're a clan sometimes when we're sitting up here. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. the show does get pretty you know, Caucasian. It does. It's, time nice, time. You know, it's nice to mix it up a little bit and make yeah. sure you know. PJ Brown doesn't really. He no, didn't he, add that much color to our no, show. He's like <laughs> he's like mocha. You know, he's like he's like like black light. 
But like well, personality-wise, he's whiter than I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Well. Like. Well, uh, yeah. No. It's, I don't even listen to goat whore, and he does. <laughs> like that's how metal he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm happy to fill out this color barrier for yeah. you guys. Like, that's, no, <laughs> out the quota quota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy you're not getting sued now. <laughs> we want the NWA uh, CP coming. In the NWA CP. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yo. What is it? Dred Scott v. Board of Education, motherfucker. The NAACP. That's it. Yeah. I always get that in the National Association for Retired People, the AARP. AARP? Yeah, I get those two mixed up all the time. It's really awkward when you have a conversation with like an old white man and you said the wrong thing. Mr. Ike, this is your first time on our show. This is my very first time. My fucking cherries being popped here. Uh, and what a better place than adult entertainment That's radio? Right. For yeah, that absolutely. Happen. Yeah, this is this is exciting. I I think I did one. I did one. I did a uh, big sauce. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Yeah. But the but uh, Jr. is definitely better looking than Chris Timoney. So thank you. I'm just I'm just gonna he say he has that. a better hairline. He, do, he really he does. does. <laughs> Who give him? That? He has beautiful yeah. hair. He, he does. does. He has, has a beautiful hair and hair to spare on his body too. He's he's very Greek. <laughs> looks like he has a sweater. Timoney. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, I was at the comedy studio last Thursday and. They were doing the Ken Reed's doing his uh, yearbook thing where he takes somebody's yearbook for like a week and goes through it and makes notes. That was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life because oh, yeah. they did Timmy's yearbook. And he graduated <laughs> high school in like 91 or something. And I don't know. It was it was completely obscene. Everybody looked so 80s. And they were like, funny thing about that, not the 80s. Did he have the same hair? Yeah. I bet it was uh, actually, it was, it was like a, a white guy flat top. No kidding. Oh, yeah, how do I can picture that? Like yeah. LA style? Uh, yeah, kind of. It was. It was so. It's hard to tell with like the way they frame up those pictures. You couldn't see if he had the steps in the side though, uh, like that or the fade lines. That I don't. My last it? year of high, my nice. last week of high school, I I had it. I had an afro and nice. I shaved. I shaved the sides off, and I had the Will Smith fresh principal. Nice. The high top. It was fucking, nice. Uh, it was sick, man. I was. I was getting not any pussy, but it was. <laughs> it was. It, was Wait, really cool. help? it made a really cool picture. It's uh, there is a guy on the uh, New York Knicks that is sporting the high top right now. I went yeah. to the, I was in the game Sunday. I, I forget his name. And I'm like, he's it's, he's making it work though. It's it's like a, I went on a time machine. And it's 1991. Yeah. And, you yeah, know. Norris Cole. Is that who it is? Yeah. I like it. I want to try to do it. But it just, it just turns into a blow I'm up. trying to, like, grow my... You're going to grow? Yeah, you just yeah, it's, cut it out It's coming along. Yeah. No, is the is like the kind of off-to-the-side, like, Gumby one, like like Bobby Brown used to do in the 90s, is that going to come back, too? You know, I like, mean, it was, like, tilted to an already. angle? Like, I love that. I, I miss... You know who had a great fade? was a fucking Tupac and Juice. Yeah. That yeah, was... Yeah. He, rock, like he, he rocked that shit, like... It, it was just I so have my cool. haircut like that for Nice. JR wishes his hairline was better so that he could pull that off. Hey, how how beautiful is this? We're we're like what ten minutes in. There's two black people here, and we're talking. neither of them were the ones that made the reference to juice. <laughs> <laughs> neither, neither of the black people made the juice reference. JR secretly wishes he was black. I can't say no to that. I don't know. Well, but I also like just wish I was the, like Jewish too. You know, yeah. like, like he wishes he was black for the penis, and he wishes he was Jewish for the income. Or just the or just the sense with how to handle money in general. 
<laughs> you act a little dewy sometimes. So. I, I think I'm just. I think I'm just really like. I think that's just a neurosis. No, no, yeah, it's it's the neurotic part, and you yeah. do the the like Mort Goldstein or Goldberg means, or whatever yeah. uh, voice. Like Saul Rosenberg, well. like yeah. From, yeah. I don't know if I can. It's it's very scary outside, and I get nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah, this guy has a hell of a flat top. Check that out. Yeah, and like floating sideburns too, which I like. You oh, most, that's smooth. That's you really awesome. only see that on like skinheads, the floating sideburns. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive. He pulls it off well. White guys can't do the flat top very well. I had one when I was a kid. It doesn't go higher than like an inch and a half. Then well, you just look like you're in, falling out. You just look like you're in basic when you're a white guy with a flat top. Though. Yeah, like you just you look like like a jarhead. And then when it goes too like, far, know. it looks like a flappy vagina. It just Does it? getting Does going it? everywhere. Who's just, your barber? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Or was it like where you did like you come up with down the, the middle? vagina reference? Because when it grows too long, it just hangs over. It's like so like, like, it's like your Nick Carter. Yeah, it's like floppy yeah. lips. You get like roast beef curtains it on does. your hair, and then it turns into a mushroom cup, and then you just look like a penis. So it's amazing the transition <laughs> your hair can go from one one place to another. <laughs> your hair had a sex change operation. Oh yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> I, I went to a, a bachelor party this weekend in Baltimore. And um, that sounds horrifying. It was, yeah. it was it was the scariest <laughs> and most fun situation in my life. Uh, you, I, are there any swingers awesome. clubs? No. Yeah. Well, this is the funny story. It, it's 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 the guys I went with. I really haven't hung out with in like five or six years. So we're sitting there after after golf and we're having some beers. And I'm like, I'm like, I said something about a swingers club reference. And they're like, what? And I started opening up the vault of all the stories. And I, I go, don't you guys listen to the radio show? I go, because if you did, you know this already. And they sat there with their mouths open, wanting more and more and more stories throughout the whole weekend. And they're like, well, tell us another swing of stories. So I'm like, well, all right. So I was, Is that why you sound like you're losing your voice? No, that's, well, <laughs> you were telling yeah. stories all That's weekend? basically because uh, for Saturday night we were in, uh, in Baltimore. We went to the strip club and a couple clubs and stuff. We go back to the hotel around 3.30. I had a 4 o'clock. We had a few beers at the hotel. At 4.30, I was taking a cab to the airport to take a nice uh, 7 o'clock flight back to Boston so I could work in the morning, then go to the Celtics game, and then work at night on uh, 90 minutes of sleep or whatever long the flight is. So then I got about three hours of sleep last night. So in the next last 72 hours, I've been going on about four hours of sleep. You don't sleep much anyway. I don't. So it it didn't really bother me that much. There was a lot of Red Bull, and there was... You know, stripper vagina juice on me at the strip club and stuff, and it was it was nice. It was so a bottomless time. like 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 full nude club, not yes. And here's the problem: nice. I wanted to take the guys to Baltimore Street, and allegedly Baltimore Street has is a block they call it, which is like 20 strip clubs in one block, and it's anything goes type of places. If you more know like yeah, more yeah. like Blue Baltimore Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when you say it's it's a street with yeah. 20 strip clubs, you don't need to uh, pref- you don't need to add on. Anything, anything goes. Yeah. I think we, I think it, we got it, 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 it's like Providence, Rhode Island, but everything's on one block. Yeah. So it's like everyone's in competition with each other. But it's in the, the middle. The alleys there must be horrible. Well, no, it, it's literally in the middle of the ghetto. And when you get let out, the guy who we went with lives in Baltimore. And he's like, yeah. He's like, when we want to go to bars afterwards, you don't want to because the cabs don't even drive down those streets. You got to walk back. Wow. And I'm like, ah, I really want to go because this is what I live for. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah. I'm that much of a demon. I'll risk, I'll risk uh, getting stabbed for a handy in the champagne well, we room. We ended up going to this place called the Ritz Cabaret. It was actually pretty good. It was better than I thought for Baltimore girls. I thought they were going to have like, C-section wounds and gunshot. Like, <laughs> gunshot wounds stuff. and C-section yeah. scars. I don't know, man. There was, so, that's what pretty, I there was some pretty hot. 
hot women on the wire, so. Well, yeah. Well, I, fell, I fell in love with one girl, and she was just, oh, she, I was making it. So it was actually a guy making it rain from the balcony above. He was just dumping. It looked like he, like, robbed the bank, and he was dumping a bag of $1 bills on it. It was phenomenal. And, uh, Bring, like, a bunch of rolls of pennies with you. <laughs> well, it reminded me of the glass slipper downtown in Boston because Ew. the one time I was there, there was a guy wearing a Ben Coach jersey, <laughs> and he was rolling up $1 bills and throwing them at the girl at, like, fastballs. Like, he was going around, <laughs> and they were bouncing off of her, giving her mini paper cuts all over her naked body. How do you not get kicked out for really? that? Uh, I, I mean, I know well, it's a strip I club, you, but I... I thought you couldn't do that. Whatever strip club uh, I've been to, you if you look, if you, out if, for that. If you see what the guy looked like, I don't think anyone would want to kick this guy out. Uh, he was a scary mother effer. But the glass slippers. Like really light. Yeah, that was the, that's the stuff. old. It, yeah, it was the old glass slip, but the one that was across the street and the building no longer exists. Yeah, that place. That was, was sketchy. That was the first strip club I ever went to. Was it really? Yeah. That was nine dollars a night. It yeah, was so weird. <laughs> the girls were in rough shape there. Very rough. Yeah, it just was really seedy. Like I think this dude was like actually masturbating like yeah. near me. No, absolutely. But <laughs> that was really problematic. <laughs> like, for me. There was a shooting there. Like oh a, yeah, like a, like a year ago, and it was it, it was these two guys were trying to horn in on this guy's like private booth yeah. like who was in a wheelchair that's awesome and the guy in the wheelchair shot the two of them because he they were just like trying to steal his booze and like take some of the girls <laughs> my uh my buddy we took, we, 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 we took one of my buddies there for a bachelor party and he didn't he disappeared for a few minutes and apparently a stripper followed him to the bas- bathroom and was blowing him in the bathroom Whoa, and then when the for free Whoa. And then the bouncer opened the door and seen his wiener in her mouth, and I love how childish like, you go with your pro. Like you, you're saying like fuck and twat and stuff, but the, but here and they'll throw in a wiener here yeah, and there. Yeah, That's yeah. just <laughs> and also we see him getting matched out by the bouncer. We're like what's up? He's like we gotta leave. I go all right. We go out there, and she's like she was sucking my dick. <laughs> I'm like good for you. How much did it cost you? He's like ah, she did it for free. I was getting married. She said I deserved it. Oh, wow. awesome. You really want to get free head from a stripper? No, I mean I don't even want to get paid head from a stripper. You know how I feel about I HIV, do. which yeah. is a great segue because at eight thirty tonight, Doctor Steve will be calling. And one of the questions I have, um, oh, I just, what happened to him? Up oh, there, yeah. Can one of the qu- oh, I saw the email. Yeah, job? yes. Can I get HIV? See, Addie's terrified of HIV. Can you get of HIV you from can. oral sex or fingering a girl? Ice Cube told us in Boys in the Hood already. Was that? Um, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess by proxy because he did kind of. Yeah, that he let Dookie. the dope fiends. Yeah, yeah. Suck his <laughs> I'll let him suck my He's dick. like, you can't age from that too, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a doctor. Buster. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go with whatever other people tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a leader. I believe I'm, in Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in Ice Cube. <laughs> So I can't wait to ask some of these. Jay has some good questions for the doctor. Um, and I'm sure he'll take some questions on the fly from you guys, too, when he calls in. So when he calls in, feel free to join in on the uh, festival. Mine are mostly to stick it to Mike Kerrigan, like when he called, talking about fluoride and uh, GMOs like a dummy. If, oh, wait, uh, if fluoride does nothing, then why do they, like, make you sit with that shit in your mouth at the dentist for, like, a half hour with, like, fluoride treatment? Well, no, he's talking about water, water. fluoride. No, no, I know, program, but if, but if fluoride it, does nothing, then why would they do that at the no, dentist? No, fluoride itself is effective. They're just questioning the, 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 like, the effectiveness of actual water fluoridation for, ca- like, cavity protection. Saying it's killing us. Killing but, 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 they're, but people are taking it further and saying, yeah, like, already saying that it's turned us, like, into adults and we're, like... 
Like, like what was that movie, uh, uh, They Live, with uh, Rowdy Piper? Like, you know anybody ever see that? No. John, no. John Carpenter no. movies. No, nobody's seen that. No, they are a movie from uh, Video Underground. Like, I've, I've taken the time to... Do you get that, a Video Underground? Fuck Video Underground. Boycott Video Underground in Jamaica playing a bunch of... T- some mouthy hipsters. Hey, you know who doesn't give a fuck about boycotting a fucking video store? Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> I hate them. It's, it's, I, just give it two weeks. It's going to be <laughs> It's gonna be closed. Oh, I've been... No, there, there's uh, been I've boycotting been, since since September. No, well, Dece- <laughs> December, actually. December. Yeah. I, I wonder if we took any business away from this place. Or just the economy, I don't think we have oh, the economy's all. killing it by itself. I don't care. I just I just want everyone to know that I hate them, and I hope that they fail. And uh, see if they'll you guys, sponsor what's the show. They failed. Yeah, when you tell them this it's been a while. Video store. It's, it's, in we get, we It's been a few, uh, few weeks, so a few months since we went over why JR really just, passionately hates this place. Oh, okay. So look, it just comes into this. I asked about a movie that they didn't have. I asked one person there, and they said, "Yeah, we don't have it, but let me, uh, uh, let me put in something." And uh, come back in a week and ask about it again. I go and I ask a completely different employee, and he was just—he was a mouthy dick the whole time. He just had a whole lot of like holier than thou, like hipster attitude bullshit. And you know who doesn't give you that? Uh, the search bar on Amazon.com. So <laughs> fuck them. I hope they fail. Uh, and <laughs> what, what was uh, the movie you were asking for? It was well, bi- the movie was Bio Zombie. It's from nineteen like ninety eight. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's I exactly would probably what treat they would you have. the same way, Jr. It's, have you been to the store? It's exactly what they would like have for rent on their shelves. Well, they specialize in like cult videos and like and, and, so and weird the, like indie films and so, stuff. So like no that. meet the parents. They have that as well, but again, <laughs> they specialize in the weirder titles. It would be something that it's. It's a great fucking movie. Did he it's not par- approve of your, like, selection? Or- no, he just, like, instead of saying, oh, I'll put in an order for that for you, he, like, rolled his eyes at me and then said, oh, I don't think we'll have that in for a while. Do you think they have bust <laughs> <for them? laughs> just, I don't, I don't have time for that shit, dude. Go fuck yourself. So, so have- one guy gave you an attitude yes, and you want to take down an entire company. Goddamn right, dude. A small mom and pop shop. I don't you, you want to ruin it. I'm that petty. one guy gave you an attitude. Yes. There's, Especially like, a stack well, of newspapers on old- the counter, JR just wipes all of them yeah. off and is like, fuck do you, think, you. Do you think they have bust a nut in grandma's butt? I'm sure they do. There's a porno section in there. I don't know if it's that one Sorry, specifically. Yeah. I'm going to video on the ground. You're going, so you're going to rent pornography like a mook? It's on the internet for free, you well, dipshit. That's another conversation we had, too, with my friends. Hey, but it weekend. doesn't have the same production no, no, quality. I, no, you can I, get any of it for free. Well, I pay Just, for, there's I, tube sites all over I the place. I pay for a subscription so I get full-length movies monthly. And my friends were fascinated that I pay for pornography. I go, well, like, I like the quality, and I know... I, I have very specific yes, tastes. Yeah. Like, nurses I see on the bus who <laughs> Find lookalikes right. in certain high school I go, books. I like the amputee porn. You really? Whoa, I, like, I like the midget porn. I I've like seen midget. Now, porn. is this what you're telling them, or do you actually enjoy this? No, as but well? if you like it, this is what they have. Okay, okay but what do you, do you like, like? Is what we're yeah. I, it depends. Like, depends. I, if I, I met, what's, like what's like? Okay, depends. we won't go into all of them. But what's the weirdest like thing that you would that you would say you like? That's a, a niche taste of yours. Like midgets or, or Sam at a hot girl on the train. Well, I say it at a meter. Say I've seen her. And I got her name tag, and I Facebook stalked her, and then there was, she happened. He, to, yeah, no, we covered that. Yeah, yeah, we, we know about your serial killer. But she happened to yeah, but she happened to be missing an arm. Okay, oh. so I'll go and see if I could find a girl that looks like her missing an arm. So look alike amputee porn. Yeah. So you look alike amputee. That is 
Very specific. Yeah, so you jerk off oh, to women there's... that look like women that you buy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. He has an account. He'll go to the library and he'll find their high school yearbook. And He's admitted to having an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, I got a spreadsheet like, on this. That is spreadsheet. Like so much fucking so like, work. For example, I can bring it up. like porno doppelganger. Brianna Klassen <laughs> looks like Sally Meyer. Whoa! There's a so there yeah, there you go. Go. so I can compare and contrast. If I want to jerk, isn't there isn't there like a, a a website for that that you can put in like someone's picture and it kind of like Google and, and, and it and it and it like like layers it against somebody else's or something because maybe like, but you know what, that's a good how idea. do you not know that Same, already? Not. Wait, have you have you jerked off to a porn star that looks like me? I've also jerked off to one that looked like J.R. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me he was a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, yeah, so I just I want people wrote, to think I'm that pretty. I wrote a stand-up <laughs> joke about that, Artie, that if you're making a spreadsheet for any reason other than making a budget or a schedule, <laughs> you might be a sociopath and Could you should be. probably see a therapist. We came to a conclusion this week, and I'm also um, I'm, I am a sociopath, and I have a severe OCD. And uh, they, were, they found it funny that I would put a dollar bill in my mouth and suck it to a stripper. But I wouldn't use metal utensils at the restaurant. I brought a plastic fork with me. You wait, 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 wait. You're we've never gone weird. over that yeah. before. Yeah, you actually, I've you Jack Nicholson in it with sometimes. With, with with depends if I'm not familiar with the restaurant. If it was a breakfast joint. It's okay. like a greasy spoon. I brought my own plastic fork. I guess that's not completely unfair, but at the same time, like, wow, dude. At the restaurant, at the bar, you know I just... how dollar bills are? Yeah. Oh, and how that is true, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in Baltimore no, They're just, they're covered in cocaine and hepatitis. Yeah. And I'm talking about uh, not the money. Ha ah. <laughs> Yes, I, I bring my... I, <laughs> <laughs> I like how like, you did the elbow to nobody. Elbow nudge like you, were, like you were nudging a buddy. <laughs> and you did it on the side where nobody's there. Because <laughs> like, I like throwing in a visual element on radio. I think that's the best uh, way to go about that as a medium. Yeah, no, I, I do that. I, I always, like people in my dop kit has a razor, it has a toothbrush, it has shaving shaving cream, and it has a bunch of plastic forks and knives just in case. Weird. No spoons though. Just plastic spoons no, are useless. Because well, I found out if you get a lighter to the plastic fork, you can turn it into a spoon. Oh. See, wow, like, now you're sense. making your own spoon. Well, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Artie. I don't yeah. even know where to chime in on this. Exactly. Yeah, you've been, you've been kind of quiet, I think, Sam. Like, you just, I, yeah. I think Artie's actually managed to weird you out. I'm a yeah. I'm And a not that you're like, like a super weird cat, but. I know. No, You've I, seen some shit. Oh. I, I just, I, I, I'm trying to find the right balance of what yeah, I like, okay. and I haven't figured it out. No, yet. I've seen some shit. I keep slouching. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, like strip clubs. I don't find dirty, but I find like you know, or money, or money, <laughs> or truck stop bathrooms. I don't find that dirty either. Have you ever actually seen a glory hole in any of the truck stop bathrooms? You've no, been to? I didn't see a glory hole in one of those peep show places maybe, up in uh, Seabrook, New Hampshire. Maybe it's oh, because Seabrook. like you go in with the uh, the expectation of filth in those places. Yeah, I think so. And right. so you're not like so your standards are just lowered it. right away. That's right. true. Whereas yeah. at a restaurant, you have this expectation of cleanliness, and then you don't trust them to uphold them. Well, I'm it's a, like you know, like the strip club is going to be dirty. Yeah, so. I saw a glory hole one time. Right? Did you use it? Really? No. no. But I, I poked my finger. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy, small. Was he seven? Might have been in there. Right? Nothing happened, but I, I, I poked my finger. It's awesome. Yeah, but where your finger had touched, somebody else's dick had probably touched. True. Well, yeah. I'm not. 
Who makes no, the I glory think... hole? Does like does the janitor go in there with like a drill and one of those bits? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, you have to buy the wall yeah. with the glory hole. It comes pre-glory hold. <laughs> like, well, there's a fabric. Yeah, there's a fabrication place in Sandusky, Ohio, that makes like fucking glory hole Star Wars. Well, the, the one that I seen had a, it was at a peep show booth with the video peep shows. And, like, if you decide you're getting in the mood, you just want to throw your dick in the hole to the guy next to you doing what you're doing, then go by all means. Throw your dick in the hole. Just throw your throw dick. Your what dick. happens when two people both try to throw their dick in the hole and nobody wants to, like, be the sucker? You just touch eyes. That's you what know? happens when two, wants to be the it's embarrassing. When two buses crash, the same thing. It's a big mess. It's <laughs> <laughs> all mangled pots. Like, my, I, I unfortunately can't get, like, when I get my dick in the glory hole, I, I barely the head's poking. It was, a thick, it was a thick wall. It was like a... It was a masonry wall. <laughs> <laughs> Someone drilled through brick. It was a, uh, for a glory. A middle How age. old was the house? It's a middle glory, age glory hole. I always see it was, in a, ch- it was in a church pew. <laughs> <laughs> I always and see not in the confessional. Ads, no. Like like come to my glory hole. <laughs> and is there much glory in the glory hole? No, it's very. Not it's not glorious no glory at all. involved. Like you in the might glory like it must be awkward after you get blown in a glory hole and then the both of you are walking out of the booths adjacent to each other and you meet each other as you catch his eyes for the first time. Or would you have like a delayed wait and you listen to the other door to close? Yeah. Then you leave. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll give it five minutes. I don't want to see this guy in the hallway. Yeah, you can't make eye contact nah. afterwards. You yeah one one yeah you gotta. I I imagine if I if I used one, it would I would have to. I'd have to like take out my phone and play like a couple rounds of like absolutely like I'll play like words with friends for a little and then bit. He listen to the oh, all right, he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, all right, and you have to walk, boom, boom, boom. All right, you have to wait till you hear the door shut. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> all right, he's done. I think the creepier thing is leaving and then having, and then if you made eye contact with the guy who's about to use it next. Oh yeah, like that, I feel like that's the scariest one. Right. <laughs> you know, the guy has to clean it up afterwards with like the, with the pneumonia and the, you know the, the paper towels and stuff. And he's, All I can think of right now is like always sunny when they find. A glory hole in the bathroom. I, wanna, yeah. I wonder what percentage of that. I would never use a glory hole ever. Ever. Gets lonely yeah. out on the road. The only reason I wouldn't <laughs> use this because I'm sca- I saw that movie Teeth in high school. Okay. Nice. <laughs> you know that movie? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that about a vagina that has teeth? Vagina yeah. dentata. Like she uses it to like bite the dude's dicks. I'm scared that I'd stick my dick in the, in the glory hole. So he chops off my dick. Like, that's what I'm scared of. Like, I'm, I, I'm scared when regular girls do that. Anyways, so I can see their face. I don't trust them. <laughs> that would be the place to chop off dicks if yeah. you that type yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, if you were in a, you're in a dick chopping. Yeah. Like, you should definitely be, like, frequenting glory holes yeah. if that's what you when do. When you hear a chainsaw start up, that's when you probably should be a little Okay, so, so if you're at a bar and you see Lorraine Bobbitt and you go in the bathroom and there's a glory hole, don't use it. Lorraine Bobbitt, I probably, she was cute, huh? If I, I saw Lorraine Bobbitt going to the there. bathroom, my first reaction wouldn't be, hey, man, I think she'll <laughs> suck my dick through a glory hole. My first thing is, hey, how'd I end up in this fucking bar? <laughs> how did I get here? These are the guests. This is the greatest bar ever. <laughs> and it has a glory hole? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and it, and it, the best is if you go to a bar called the glory hole, then you know it's up. <laughs> Oh, that's I, a, uh, We should open a bar called the Glory Hole. I went to a bar called the Back Door. Whoa. And uh, it was in Louisville, Kentucky. It was fucking 
like a biker bar. All the guys had ZZ Top beards down to their dicks and everything like that. And That's I'm like, awesome. is this like a fetish gay bar? Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. I went to. Do you a, mean a leather bar? Is that what you're asking? Bar, yeah, yeah. I went to a bar in Philadelphia called The Alley, and it's actually an alley. Nice. It was fucking cool. You walk down this. It sounds very hipster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so, oh, it totally was. Like, well, it's just a bunch of people drinking worked, in an alley. Like normally they call those homeless people. Yeah. But. It was an alley, and it had like it had these heated like it had these heated walls, and it was insane. You were outside nice. in an alley, but there was a bar and shit. It was it was fucking. Is that like a two fedora minimum when you have to get? In. <laughs> <laughs> they did they did have like a, a a trash can tray like they 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 the tray that the bartenders were using it was like a, a trash like can top, lid it was a top oh. of, yeah it was a lid of a trash can awesome. it was fucking cool yeah. i went to a, i went to a lesbian bar in new york called the cubby hole and actually it was me and i was the only guy there that was straight and there was a gay bot on there but there was all lesbians in there it was phenomenal because i walk into that place i'm like i'm gonna change some lives tonight <laughs> yeah you think it works <laughs> like oh, that yeah. <laughs> i'm about to say i'm about to say i don't think it works that way <laughs> no. yeah he's, he's gonna change their life when he's like no 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 just a hand drop please thank you oh, you're getting off easy <laughs> could you just sweetie. jerk me off a little bit that'd be great thanks. and when i'm done i'm just gonna leave <laughs> you just walk i, I hope this it. changes your mind <laughs> I hope this makes you throw the hate men. Straight, yeah. Straight think, dudes at lesbian bars like stick out like sore thumbs. Oh, I stuck oh, out. Oh, it's so awesome. I looked like I was. I looked like I was the situation. It just looked like a real perv. Well, I didn't. <laughs> like, we all know what you're in here for. I, I didn't it's go like, by myself. Like, oh, I, I went with two lesbians. <laughs> oh, like because you're just walking around like yeah. No. <laughs> 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 All right, I guess we got uh, Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve on the line. Dr. Absolutely. Dr. Steve, it's a pleasure to finally talk to you. We're big fans of uh, Weird Medicine, and uh, when you call up the ONA show, yeah, we love to talk to hey, you. Hey, thanks, man. How's that, everything in Tennessee? Uh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Center of tranquility and consanguinity, my friend. That's I mean, awesome. inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what part of Tennessee are you located? Are you close to the Memphis or uh, Nashville area? No, um, I'm between Nashville and Bristol, where the racetrack is, so oh. somewhere about halfway between the two. I got you. Has anybody killed themselves at your racetrack yet? Uh, no, God, no, not that I'm aware of. Sorry. I, that, ha- that happened at a, at a NASCAR race recently. Yes, I don't know. Oh, okay, no. Would you be able to diagnose JR with Asperger's? Cause no, we, really, that would really help us out a lot. He really has Asperger's disease. We do have a giant um, shopping cart that races every year. Really? In the nice. Food City 500, my friend, <laughs> yes. And they've got this giant motorized shopping cart that tools around the, the track. It's very uh, humorous. It's absolutely phenomenal. Anyway. That is awesome. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, anyway, should, what are we doing tonight? Well, we should tell everyone you have a, a very popular podcast. Isn't it an iTunes top hundred podcast or something? Or yeah, I mean, sometimes it just it depends on the day of the week. When we first started, we were on the um, you know what's hot thing all the time, and uh, it, iTunes is so screwed up because it, well, I guess it's fair to people who are doing a new podcast because. To stay in there, you've got to just absolutely be adding new subscribers just constantly. Yeah, you yeah. See, Joe Rogan and Jay Moore and Mark Marin and those guys can still do that. My audience kind of tapered off 
you know, six months ago. So you start to fall in the ratings. But yeah, we're I mean we're still we're still in there. We're in the top twenty on Stitcher and nice, nice. Uh, for health and lifestyle, which I guess is not that big of a deal. Uh, but, it, is a, um, it is a medical show, I guess. So I guess that's an appropriate category. Yeah, it's the for, well. Here's the thing: we've uh, done um, an uncensored medical show on broadcast radio since 2007. So we were the first, and we remain the still only uncensored. Uh, broadcast radio show on uh, satellite radio on uh, Sirius 206 and XM 105. That's awesome. And I know Howard Stern's got his guy, but in, until he shoves a uh, vodka-laden... Tampon? Oh, did we lose, did we lose him? Did we lose the doctor? Bad reception in Tennessee. <laughs> Dr. Steve. What part of Tennessee is he in? He was, said he was... Between, between Bristol and, and Nashville? Yeah, or? which is uh, eastern oh, Tennessee yeah. in the mountains. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they, I think they filmed Deliverance out there. Oh, looks a little awesome. All right, well, I'm sure uh, the doctor will call back. back. But you know how excited I am to talk to Dr. Steve. Oh, yeah. We didn't even get to ask him any, like, medical yeah. questions. No, I hope yet. he calls back. Because uh, literally, like, I heard him probably two, three years ago, first time on the Opie and Anthony show. Yeah. And I'm like, right. and I subscribe to his podcast. It comes out like every Tuesday or so. We'll post on uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you should listen to it sometimes. It's actually a great podcast. It's like an hour long, and they cover really odd medical questions. Like, And people call in with like weird, like, I get this growth on the tip of my dick that's purple. And you're, I'm afraid to go to my doctor. What is it? And he'll oh, kind of like give you an idea. The first time Dr. Steve was ever on the radio was, uh, oh, oh, at least on the Open Anthony shows back in the uh, FM days. And they had um, a doctor come in to look at body parts and stuff to guess what, like, disease you have or something like that. And uh, there was one where a guy came in and he had this weird growth. Oh, but you're going back. Wait, you, guys are, uh, uh, you guys are on the Internet, right? Yeah, yes. yes. Okay, thank God. I thought for a second you hung up on me because you were on uh, broadcast no, radio no, and no, no. violated some rule. We, no, we're on unregular radio uh, out of Boston, Massachusetts up here. So you can, anything goes, anything says. Okay, we, we, we were just uh, talking about um, how the first time I, I actually heard of you on the ONA show, and uh, you were doing guests. That, that was that, that gig they did where people would come in, and they had that weird, like, if they had some kind of growth or some kind of medical. Oh, yeah. Thing. It was called What the Hell is That? Yes. What the Hell is That? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. No, it, I was saying I subscribe to your uh, podcast. I listen to it every week, and uh, I find cool, it man. very, very entertaining. Because it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, hey, I got a growth in the tip of my dick. Uh, I don't know what it is. It, you know, it looks like, you know. Looks like Bill Cosby, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's enjoyable and it keeps. See, I'm pract- I used to do primary care, and now I'm practicing my specialty, and it, the show actually helps keep me up to date on on you know just regular primary care stuff. So yeah, it's uh you know it helps me and. Yeah, uh, we've helped. We've saved actually quite a few lives on that stupid show. Uh, we had, um, we've had uh, a bunch of people call and say they found testicular masses that turned out to be cancer because I always, once a year, walk everybody through a self testicular exam. It's important. And we've had people who had colon polyps removed because I told my story about getting a, a colonoscopy done and all that kind of stuff and. Uh, uh, you know, and, and we've saved a lot of guys' sex lives because 95% of people that have low testosterone go undiagnosed in this country 
and I'm preaching low testosterone every single show. There <laughs> you know, you there's go. something comes up about testosterone deficiency uh, pretty much every week. And, uh, you know, people are going out and getting their testosterones checked and finding out that they're low. And they get put on testosterone replacement, and they, you know, they're having sex with their wives or boyfriends or whoever, and uh, and uh, you know their quality of life improves. So I feel pretty happy about that. Once in a while, when I when I get an erotic massage, I always include in the fee uh, testicular. Uh a, a search for any for the lumps. So she really they do that. Sometimes depends on what girl you get. And back really? Pain. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be okay. Can you just Why do we not have this where I live? <laughs> cut the balls and look for a lump. I'm sure Artie could find it for you. Yes, I, can. Uh, could, I am a deviant. <laughs> where do you guys live? Uh, we're in Boston. Boston. Oh my God. That's got to be the greatest place in the world. Then it is a uh, well. It, it's funny about Boston. The smut capital of the Northeast is Providence, Rhode Island, which is located a brief, a brief forty-five minutes south from here. So uh, I mean, up until uh, two thousand seven, I believe prostitution was legal indoors in the city of Providence, as long as it wasn't on the streets. So it was. A, you were kidding? Yeah. Oh, that's so oh, yeah. civilized. Oh, it was. <laughs> I think so. And it, 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 it still goes down. Hint, hint to this day, and the strip clubs are nothing but fronts. But it's uh, it's a very interesting experience when you go down there. But uh, Massachusetts, when it comes to stuff like that, it's kind of prude. So you have to go to other places around New England. But yeah. it's easy to find. Trust okay, me. Okay, pro- not not <laughs> Provincetown. No, 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 no. Maybe for some people, but no. no. <laughs> okay, okay. Providence, Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, <laughs> yes, oh, yes. I didn't know that. I, I'm uh, I'm definitely all in on that. Hey, anytime, <laughs> yeah. you up, try, anytime you want to come up to Boston, I'll be more than happy to give you a nice tour of all the smut that this okay, fine cool, establishment man. has to offer. <laughs> um, so we had sent you some questions that we were interested in. I'll have uh, Jr. kind of ask you and walk you through these things because my uh, English is absolutely hard. Borderline illiterate is yes. what he's getting okay. at. So, uh, so, so Dr. Steve. Can you prescribe uh, him something for that? <laughs> some, some more vagina, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think is a fucking cure for illiteracy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, Dr. Okay, Steve. This is, uh, this is JR from the Adult Entertainment Radio Show. Thank you so much for calling in. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, so, totally. first question uh, uh, while like, the efficacy of like water fluoridation actually preventing cavities is something that's come into question over the years is there though any evidence that could lead people like like water fluoridation leading people to be like more docile or mentally dull or or, or something like that or cause any other adverse health effects that you kind of hear the uh you know like a conspiracy yeah. crowd harping on well here's the thing where that docile thing comes from did you uh, i heard uh well, jesse I, ventura who is big on conspiracy theories well i remember seeing uh, it in uh and, in, in dr strangelove Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, listen, the whole fluoridation thing, because it's a government program, has been suspect from the beginning. Right. And uh, But Jesse Ventura was on, I can't remember if it was Howard Stern or Opie and Anthony, and he said that fluoride is the quote-unquote main ingredient in Prozac, and so they're putting Prozac in our water to keep us docile. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> Prozac indeed has three... Uh, uh, fluorine atoms on it. That's why it's called fluoxetine. And but it's not Prozac isn't a cake that just has ingredients. It's a molecule that has a specific shape and it interacts with receptors in the brain because of its specific shape. And the fluorine atoms just simply help to give the Prozac molecule molecule its shape. Has absolutely nothing to do with the chemical properties of fluorine. 
or fluoride. So if you just add fluoride to the water, it is not the same as adding Prozac to the water, which is a, you know, a large complex molecule, whereas fluoride is uh, basically an ionic form of an atom. Right. So uh, there are health uh, 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 benefits from fluoride in the water, and, and basically dentists will tell you it's the greatest thing for uh, dental health in this country that, that ever happened was adding fluoride to the water. But if you add too much, you can get this stuff called uh, dental fluorosis, which if you've ever seen somebody and the bottom of their teeth, you know, the, the parts that actually touch the food, mm-hmm. will turn kind of white. They'll have kind of a whitish cast down there. Right. Um, uh, that's dental fluorosis, and that's caused from too much fluoride in, the, in their diet or, you know, that they've taken in uh, at an early age in life. And when those teeth are forming before they erupt, they can get too much fluoride in them. It makes them brittle and real kind of hyper white. Other than that, to my knowledge, and I did some research on this a couple of years ago for our show, there are no known detrimental effects from a normal amount of fluoride in the water, which we're talking about parts per billion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we all know that so, dentists are nothing but doctors that failed out of medical school. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about that. Actually, uh, at Chapel Hill, where I went to school, it was harder to get into dental school than it was to get into medical school. No but um, they, uh, I, I, they did a, a study on fluoride recently, and um, children without caries was uh, with dental caries or cavities uh, in kids who had um, fluoride in their water was up to 64% less than people who didn't have fluoride in their water, you know, that lived with well water. So, and that's uh, one part per million. Uh, at, okay, at a level of one part per million, about 12% of those people will get dental fluorosis. So they try to keep it way below one part per million. So it's it's very, very dilute. So right. Nothing to worry about no. then. I, I don't think so. I've never seen any evidence that shows that it's a problem. Yeah. And I've got a pretty open mind about this stuff. And, you know, I, the, for your listeners who are interested in these kinds of questions, if it's a medical question, they should go to pubmed.org, and there is every single article that's ever been published in the medical literature. And you can search this stuff and find the stuff for yourself. Okay. You know, it's, um, it's, a, it's a very powerful tool, and it's free, and everybody can use it. There you go. Check that out. Uh, I have another question for you, Doctor Steve. Uh, this is okay. JR. Uh, do you? Uh, so we hear a lot about now in the news people talking about genetically modified organisms, especially in yep. foods. Um, are there like any potential adverse health like risks that are at least have been documented yet, or ones that are reasonable to be concerned about? Yeah. Um, okay. Here's the thing. Like Europe will not accept genetically modified organisms in their borders, so they won't take, at least that's my understanding, is they won't accept seed from us that has been genetically modified. Now, when you talk about genetic modification, when you take two, you know, a purple, or I'm sorry, a blue flower and a red flower and mix them together and have them mate and come out with a purple flower, you're, you're doing uh, Mendelian genetic modification. You know, right. that is a form of genetic modification, but what they're talking about here is actually taking genes that are desirable and inserting them using genetic techniques into the genome of an existing organism. And look, I've seen um, I Am Legend, and I'm a little concerned about it because I'm not convinced that they know what the fuck they're doing. Okay. 
Okay, but so far, uh, from all the uh, research that I've looked at, the benefits outweigh the risks in the sense that you you can make plants that need less water, that produce more nutrition with less uh, fertile soil and that kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff they're going for. Right. But when these things start passing genes that are artificial from one plant to another, you don't know what's going to happen. So I am a little concerned about it. Uh, so far, I haven't seen any huge problems with it, and uh, it seems to be doing more good than harm. But I am uh, definitely keeping a watchful eye on so, that. So if I eat food that has GMOs in it, and then I go blow a load, they won't accept my load in the border of France and England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, that's the thing is, is that when you eat something, it doesn't incorporate its genet- its DNA into your genome, so you can still blow a load anywhere you want. I love Thank you. <laughs> Good to know. Feel free to roam and blow loads and have whatever diet you want, Artie. Dr. Exactly. Steve says it's just fine. <laughs> is it true that KFC is growing chickens with, like, no feet and no beaks? And oh, no, no that's, that's an old, that's a chain mail from, like, from, like, the early days of the internet like oh, go on that was broke my that. heart oh yeah like, no they were saying, yeah. surprised that they tried that at some point i mean you know the thing is it cost billions to to come up with one genetic change in an organ as in an organism so there'd have to be a really profitable reason to have chickens growing with no beaks. Well, what if it's like an yeah, evil billionaire, though, who has, you know, long fingers? Right, and right, right. Well, like has this horde of beakless chickens, from, uh, you know, not Captain pecking Planet. people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I guess that's... Guy got his awesome. dick bit by a chicken when he was a kid. He's like, fuck those chickens. <laughs> Spend my billions I was, just yeah, making I beakless know. chickens. I just love chickens so much that made me sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. It makes me sad, too. Uh, so, Dr. Steve, uh, JR, uh, I got another question for you. I noticed there's a there's a big rallying cry among like the anti-vaccine community, uh, especially like with childhood uh, vaccines, like in measles, mumps, rubella, and the standard ones like that. That it either yeah. you know puts a child more at risk, or in some cases actually causes autism or autism spectrum related disorders. Right. Now, is there anything in, at all that supports these claims, or like a, a, at least a reasonable argument? Because it seems like kind of a big jump for me. This has become more of a political thing than anything else, and there are people who are convinced that autism is caused by vaccines. Now, listen, here's the thing, and uh, some of those folks have a reasonable uh, reason why they think that, that they draw these two things together. If you, um, if X number of kids were going to be diagnosed with autism on Tuesday, okay, we've got, what, 400 million people in this country and a whole crap load of kids, and a lot of them are being diagnosed with autism. So. Uh, let's say um, uh, 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 10,000 kids are going to be diagnosed with autism next Tuesday. Well, of those 10,000 kids, maybe 1,000 of them had a vaccine a month before. And there is no convincing that those parents, at least half of them, that the vaccine didn't cause their kids autism. So then it's more so anecdotal it, it, than it, empirical it, evidence, right? Right, but the empirical evidence that, and there's a new study that just came out where they did a meta-analysis and they took thousands of patients in the Journal of Pediatrics 
and looked at whether there is any risk to uh, vaccines with regard to autism, and they found no correlation whatsoever. Now, this new study, I think, is the one that will finally put the, uh, the, the story to rest, at least for people who believe in science. Yeah. Now, if you don't believe in science, then, you know, I can't tell you anything different. And the problem is, is that not vac- vaccinating our kids, look at Wales. Wales went through this um, uh, period of anti-measles, mumps, and rubella uh, vaccine hysteria about uh, 20 years ago, and now they're getting all these cases of measles, and some of the kids uh, may die from that, you know, because measles can cause a thing called panencephalitis, and a very small percentage, about 0.3% of kids who get measles will die from it, but... um, it's uh, it's something that's totally preventable. Jesus. Now, can some kids get a, uh, a an adverse reaction to the vaccine and and even die from it? Yes, that can happen sometimes. But the numbers are um, so small compared to the number that will be severely injured by not getting vaccinated that people feel that the benefits outweigh the risk. Well, if they would have but a reaction, a, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. No, it's a tough one. When I had, I look. I've got two small kids, and I I had to get on the Internet and get on PubMed and look at all the evidence before I had my kids vaccinated because just just the, if you have little kids, just the thought of doing something to them that could possibly harm them is terrifying. And, you know, I came to the conclusion as a parent that the risks of not doing it were uh, – far outweighed by the benefits of doing it so i had my kids vaccinated and i'm glad we did you know okay so it, it's scary it's it's terrifying to have kids no it really is it's because that's the thing i'm always thinking about like, i'm never when doing you, it when you finally do do you vaccinate and I, well, I think all of us in the room probably have been i don't think any of us have not been sam i haven't been you haven't no <laughs> <laughs> People don't remember all these diseases. You know, I'm old and I'm a lot older than you guys. I'm 58, and I remember polio. I had friends of mine in my class that that got polio and were paralyzed. We never see this anymore. Uh, you know, there. I had a girl in my in my um, kindergarten class that died from measles. We never see this anymore. Wow. People have completely forgotten what diphtheria is. What about I've, rickets? Um, I've had you know, scarlet fever. <laughs> yeah, now people I still get shingles. scarlet fever. We scarlet fever. We don't have a, don't a vaccine against it, it, but we do have treatment for it. Well, now. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. isn't it essentially just when you have strep throat that doesn't that goes untreated? Right. Yeah. Well, it's when you read the scarlet letter naked. Oh no, okay. MBT training. Know. Speaking I don't of, think that's what it is. Don't, yeah, don't listen to the kid that can't read about yeah. that one. Speaking, uh, Dr. Steve, speaking of like old timey diseases, what was an iron lung for? Oh, well, okay. An iron lung was um, a device that allowed people to breathe that had lost the ability to breathe before we really had uh, endotracheal intubation, which is the way we do it now is we shove a tube down your throat and we have this ventilator that then breathes for you. The iron lung would make a seal around your torso and your neck, and then it would apply a negative pressure to your chest wall, which would allow the chest to expand and you would breathe. So it was almost like a bellows. And they're not completely gone. If you look up, Curious ventilation. It's, it's uh, C-U-R-I-A-S-S ventilation. Uh, we'll still use those in some people with uh, chronic respiratory failure uh, just so that they can. The cool thing about it is it will breathe for them, but they can eat and they can speak 
uh, and interact with people without a tube going down their throat. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's a, a few doctors are still using it. I'm one of those that will still use it in certain uh, rare cases of people that that don't need to be on the ventilator all the time. But uh, yeah, that's what an iron lung was. It is okay. Uh, do we have time for like one more? Um, do, do, I, you, do you want me to ask the hooker spit question? Or yeah, you, I, did, okay. I need to know. Okay, Artie Artie is uh, definitely afraid of like HIV, and uh, okay, and uh, he wants to know: uh, Can you get HIV from oral sex or hooker spit in a hand job? Can can that okay. transmit it? <laughs> Okay, so if the hooker has HIV and she spits in her hand and gives you a hand job, you're yeah. wondering yes. if, if yes. that's exactly. how you can get HIV. Okay, the, the fluids that you can get HIV from are blood, semen, vaginal fluid, and breast milk. Okay. Okay? And then, like, amniotic fluid and stuff, but I doubt that you'll be exposed to that. <laughs> I already into some kind of weird <laughs> shit. Yeah, no. what, but what? you'll notice saliva is not in there, so you can mm-hmm. kiss somebody with HIV and you can tongue somebody with HIV and unless both of you have bleeding gums and you're trading blood, (laughs) it is unlikely, very unlikely that you'll get HIV. Now, I had a friend in medical school who got stuck with a needle of someone that had AIDS. At that time, we didn't know what the, you know, that it was even a virus. Um, and uh, you call it an later on, we found out that her odds of actually getting HIV from a needle stick was 1 in 250. So wow. you can imagine if it's not in saliva and the odds of uh, getting HIV from getting stuck with a needle that was stuck in somebody's arm that yeah. has HIV is 1 in 250. The odds of you getting HIV from a hooker spit hand job is <laughs> vanishingly low. Say you're finger blasting a hooker and you have like a, like a hangnail or you're a little cut in your finger. Yeah, no, it's, that's po- it's possible, but extremely uh, low rate. Oh, okay, all right. But, it, but it's not impossible. Not if you have an open wound and she is actively shedding virus through her <laughs> vaginal fluids, then it's it. There is a possibility that you can contract it. So latex glove up, right? At least you know, just yeah. That's all you got to do is wear a glove, I guess. Literally. Yeah. Hey, do you know that's what comes in like a uh, lesbian like safe sex kit? They give you like a latex and, glove. and, a, and a dental dam. dam. Nice. So fucking weird. So I can. I'm gonna start getting blowjobs from hookers. There you go, Artie. I mean, you can, but you can still get other things from a, uh, a hooker blowjob, correct, Doctor Steve? Not AIDS, but oh, say like yes. herpes or. <laughs> well, you could get herpes if she's got a big cold sore on her lip. You could get herpes, uh, but most hookers now, in my experience, uh, not. Well, okay. I want to call them what people have told me. Aren't doing you know unwrapped blowjobs these days no. either? So now well, Boston may be different, but you never know. Uh, no, let me take an no. HIV test. It usually says you have to wait within what eight to, uh, eight weeks to, to twelve weeks on a uh, you know like a clinic test. What's the actual? ideal time to wait before you get an accurate uh, read on how much uh, those are good numbers the yeah. thing is is that um what and i'm not an expert on hiv as a matter of fact we're seeing less and less of it these days at least in our area yeah. uh that the syndrome will occur within around four days of you being exposed but the syndrome is so mild that people think that they just had a cold or something okay and so it actually does cause symptoms when you're first infected it, according to things that i read when i was studying this a long time ago uh but um yeah it, it can take uh weeks and weeks for you to, do, to develop antibodies to it which is what they're detecting in the in the bloodstream so okay 
All right. Well, so anyway, and I, like I said, I'm not an expert on that, and yeah, there'll yeah. be some people, you know, calling in saying that guy's full of shit. I am full of shit. Oh, on don't that. worry, yeah, nobody that, else is going to call in. <laughs> we, okay, we don't have that many listeners. It's just <laughs> been so long since I've dealt with how they're diagnosing HIV now that uh, they may have some absolutely new thing. There is this thing called polymerase chain reaction where they can detect DNA of viruses. They'll do that with. Um, uh, um, like hepatitis C, and they can take a little bit of DNA and amplify it so that it can be detectable, and they may be doing that with HIV now. Hell, I don't know. So, well, talk to Steve. Not, some, not something I know about. We just want to thank you very much for calling in. It was a pleasure talking to you. Um, you want to plug out Weird Medicine real quick one more time? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, Weird Medicine on Sirius XM, 9 p.m., on Saturday nights and 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings on uh, XM 105 or Sirius 206, or you can hear all of our backlog of podcasts on riotcast.com. Awesome. Dr. Steve, thank you very much. Thanks and, so much. Uh, oh, thank you. Hopefully we'll talk to you soon. We'll, we'll give you uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Please awesome. send me a link so I can uh, I can plug your shit, too. Sounds Hell good. Yeah. Hey, thank you very much. Everyone, okay, hey, Steve. thanks. And uh, we're going to go to a quick break right now, and then uh, we have uh, some more stuff after these uh, breaking. He does it the same radio show here on regular radio. Boston's best online radio. All right, it's the Adult Entertainment Radio Show. We're back for the last uh, hour of this uh, wonderful comedic entertainment program. Uh, right now, we have another guest on the phone. Uh, Jay, would you like to introduce something for us? Yes, uh, calling uh, from Craig Landgren from BallparkChasers.com, correct? That's correct. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, no problem. No problem. Now, uh, the reason we want you on is because I'm, uh, I'm actually on the goal to hit all 30 uh, Major League ballparks before I'm 30. Right now, actually, I have 30 done because I've done uh, three of the stadiums uh, twice, uh, old and new, uh, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Marlins. And uh, this summer, we'll be completing this uh, task, seeing uh, San Francisco, Oakland, and Seattle, and having 33 stadiums done before I'm 30. And uh, actually, wow. be I, proud of him, Craig. This is what he's getting at. <laughs> this is something you would like, I guess, yeah. right? <laughs> and I, I, I came across your site when I, I was actually a finalist for the MLB Fan Cave this uh, this past January. And I, right. I yeah, and unfortunately, I didn't win. I lost. I, I was a Red Sox fan, and I lost to a guy from New York. So you can understand oh, how that must feel. Uh, uh, yeah, that's tough. But uh, tell us a little about your um, your uh, your ballpark uh, blog that you're, you're running over there. Yeah, so we we started about five years ago now. Uh, it kind of really started on the idea of, you know, those that have this passion around you know, going to the ballpark, um, seeing different ballparks when traveling, and especially those that want to see all 30 ballparks in their lifetime. So it's always been a life goal of myself to, to, see, to see all the parks. And I just kept meeting other you know, friends, friends of friends that um, also shared the same life goals. I figured, you know, there's got to be some kind of community around this. And that was during the time of the heyday of Internet social networks. And, and I thought, what a perfect time to, to create something around this. So I started up, like I said, about five years ago. And um, just kind of the premise of a traditional social network where you can join for free. You can upload your profile, picture you can add your friends, and then you can blog, post forums. And then over the years, we've kind of tweaked it up and added new features to kind of separate us from the pack. So, for example, we've got this ballpark widget, which you can um, almost display the parks that you've seen. It's a, a little interactive map widget that we have where each time you go to the park, you can put a little push pin in the, the Google Maps 
and then uh, display it on your profile page. So it's just kind of a, a nice tool to, to keep track and, and display, kind of brag your progress to, to see all 30. Um, and then we're, we're about 1,500 members right now, um, totally, but surely we're, we're growing, just trying to get the word out by word of mouth, and uh, it's, it's exciting. Um, this year we're kind of moving forward with um, a new feature, um, it's a chaser meetup tool where you can actually post the game that you're going to go to and to see if there's other chasers that are also going to that game. What we, we've found is there's, it's really turning into a community. There's tons of friends that are forming with this, um, with this site. Um, there's people that are being inspired to see all 30 in one season. Um, we had a, a, a vet come back from Afghanistan and uh, he went to see all 30 ballparks in the summer, and he's writing a book about it, and he found us when he was over in Afghanistan, and that's been really cool. Um, so just a lot of stories are, are coming about because of uh, the community. That's exciting. Awesome. Yeah, well, I started back in uh, 2004, and it was actually a complete... Uh, it was almost an accident for this matter. I, I've always, I was a Red Sox fan, but I always, had, I always liked the Mets, too. And I was dating a girl in, uh, from Connecticut, and we went to Shea Stadium, and... Uh, that summer, I, I went to go visit some relatives in Baltimore. The next thing you know, I was seeing the Sox play at uh, Camden. And I decided, you know what? Let's see all the ballparks. And it gave me a good chance to explore this country and see different major cities. And you, you would have to agree that when you go to a different park in a different city, it's a whole different life. Everything's different. It's not like the same as, you know, you go to Boston, you have a it's certain It's like you're routine. in a different city it's or like, something. Yeah, it's like you're in a different city or something, you know. It's like, and it, I usually do these by myself, too. I'm like a sociopath, so I'll travel this country by myself for like seven days, eight days straight. And go, you know, see five or six cities and maybe like four or five games in one little trip. Three or four string, uh, swingers clubs. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, of course, you get the nightlife. You're mixing the smut with the baseball. But, you know, I'm like any sure, professional sure. athlete would, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what's so great about baseball and ballparks. It's, just, it's different than all the other sports. I mean, each ballpark you go into is completely different than mm-hmm. the other. Whereas, you know, a hockey arena or... Um, basketball arena. It's just, it's just the same. It's very so, generic. It's you know, like they do the same sport in the same building or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, 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 it's fun to see, like you said, see the country. And uh, we've got a cool tool on the site. Uh, they're called Chaser Guides. So um, when you join the site, you can view each Chaser Guide for each ballpark. So when you travel, you know which of the hotels to stay at that are good. Mm-hmm. Um, buy your tickets. What to do around the city besides just the game. Um, where to eat, you know, before and after game. What are the cool bars to go that's to, awesome. or the the dive, you know, the dive restaurants that you check out. Um, yeah. So that's been growing over the years as we build our community too. What, what I've been doing is in the years past, I uh, would I rent I rent a car, I fly to a city, and then I drive accordingly to there, and you know, have one as my home base. Um, and what we did was we had these uh, things we got from online, these signs that would stick on the back of the car. And I'd be like, hey, I, we, I run a website also called uh, wearsadi.com, and I would set up a, a tracking device on my phone, and on the website there'd be a map telling me where I am in any second, and then I'd do like a live stream broadcast from the car video-wise and stuff. And, you know, then when I get to the games, I would actually blog about the stadiums right at the games, and, you know, because you know, you, you know as well as I do, you go to a stadium and there's so much at once, and it's hard to keep track of all the stuff that you see and all the stuff that you're interested in. So I said, fuck it, I'm just going to blog it while I'm at the game and then post it onto uh, my blog account. And, you know, and it's, it's amazing the amount of people that share it and are interested with it and, and all that good stuff. You know, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like you said, they're very unique. And the ballparks itself all have little, you know, niches to them, which people who just visit for the one time only wouldn't know unless someone actually points them out and it's something they can look at. 
Yep. Yeah, and it, it really seemed like it started with um, Camden Yard. You know, I think it's been, mm. geez, almost 20 years now where this park really transformed the ballpark. It kind of got out of the, the cookie cutter, you know, concrete, you know, um, ballparks. Now it's really turned into the retro look. And then it's like with each new ballpark that comes out, everyone's trying to up each other. Yeah, absolutely. So when they're adding some new new crazy feature or some great ballpark food or or just something to outdo the next. It's always fun. Now, uh, how many ballparks have you been to so far? Have you completed this? I've seen, I've seen 14 active. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those chasers that I'm fine with doing it over a lifetime. Yep. Um, a lot of our members will see it in a season. We've had many that have done it in 30 days. There's this guy that has a world record. Chuck Booth, he's seen in 20. He went to all 30 parks in 23 days. He wow. has a world record on that. So, and is it a world record I, for I, most I, cocaine snorted, too? I'm sorry? <laughs> I, I made a joke about him using stimulants to do all of that. that was, it, was, it was a narcotic that was, joke. That was Uncle Paul. Craig, can I can I ask you actually something about like your preferences with like stadiums? Because I've seen a bit of a gamut with like pro, uh, with the baseball stadiums. Like some are all kind of like bare bones, whereas like uh, Chase Field in Phoenix has like two restaurants inside of it, uh, really nice bar areas, very very nice like uh, stadium like uh, luxury boxes they put in a uh, whole lot of uh, like various food vendors of not just like the stadium food, but like local businesses and ca- with carts in there and stuff. Uh, what do you prefer, though? Like, what's what's the, what's the ballpark experience to you that you like? Is it do you like the one that's got all like the new kind of modern amenities to it, like some kind of big shit kicker one they would put up in Texas, or uh, like like something maybe like more like Fenway that's almost more classic and kind of like stripped down compared to something like that? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I, I am more of a traditionalist, so. I mean, even though I've already been to Fenway and I've been to Wrigley, if you tell me like I could go to one ballpark right now, I would probably go back to Fenway or back to Wrigley. Um, it just one, it just got so much character and history, and it's so true, it's so original that, um, and it's always the, the the fear of like, well, one day it's got to go away, so I got to get back there again. Um, so I'm not so much into the frills. It is fun to see what people come up with, but. You know, for example, like Marlins Park that came out last year. Um, oh yeah, the nightclub in Centerfield. Like no other with that sculpture and the outfield home run yeah. sculpture they have is so hideous, and uh, I can't. I haven't met anyone yet that that, that likes that feature. So that it's just kind of obnoxious. But um, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I'm more into the 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 traditional aspect of it, the, the history. Um, but I do love food. I'm a big food connoisseur and you know, I love good ballpark fare and you know something that's different you know you can get a hot dog anywhere and even though they're great I still want to taste something totally different that I can't get anywhere else in the country so that's the first thing I'll do is um, when I see a new park is, is go get the food inside the stadium like the number one thing to, to eat inside the ballpark um, with that being said, too, I want to see also those uh, the local restaurants around town, too. So I try to turn it into almost a weekend yeah, yeah. Um, where I'll see maybe one, one ballpark over the weekend, but I'll spend, you know, two to three days in the city to, to see the, you know, the, the tourist attractions if I've ever been in the city and check out all the different restaurants and, and, and you bars. And you see what kind of talent those ladies have in different cities, too, because yeah. i got to tell you, those Kansas City girls are no joke. They're nice to look at. But, hey, the girls in Detroit... <laughs> Not so much. Not yeah, so much. yeah. Do you have? Kansas, a- yeah, I haven't been there in a long time, but uh, 
That kind of surprised me, but I'll take your word for it. Kansas City. Huh? You go to uh, the Power and Light District on a Saturday night in Kansas, in uh, Kansas yeah. City, and the ladies flock like the salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> Swallows of Capistrano. You said salmon, you fucking <laughs> moron. The salmon of Capistrano, they flock upstream. They do. Like my, like my semen. Uh, Sam, you have a question. I have a question. Uh, do you have a, like, for me, when I go to Fenway, I'll sit at any seat, but I live here. Um, but when I go out, but when I go and travel and I go out of state and I go to another ballpark, I have to, I have to sit behind third base. When you're not at your home stadium, do you pick, do you have, do you have a specific seat? Cause I, I have to sit behind third base any ballpark that I'm not uh, checking out third baseman's ass is that why? Yeah. <laughs> no, I like to. Oh, the running I, coach. <laughs> Come I on, like Bobby. I like to be on the side of the away team because I don't know when I'll ever see the away team again. Okay. So I want to be able to see that. And also, and also, because like I don't know, third base. I like that angle too. That's my favorite base. And he loves eating pussy. <laughs> <laughs> third base eating pussy. I, I think so. I, I would say yeah. Whoa. Yeah, like a blowjob so, or like some rubber. Yeah, so to answer my question, do you have a do you have a, do you have a preferred seat? Sex, I guess, right? Yes, to answer your question, um, I actually prefer behind home plate upper level. So usually the second deck is like the club or luxury boxes. You kind of want to so get a foul ball, that. don't you? Yeah, but I also just love the view because you can see literally the entire ballpark when you're literally yeah. right behind home plate. So it's a cheap ticket, mm-hmm. and, and um, if I can get row one upper deck, then you know you you got no one in front of you. You can put your legs up, and you just got the just a beautiful view of the entire ballpark. But um, if I'm on an unlimited budget, obviously I'm going to go as close as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm first level, and um, you know a couple rows up. Um, first or third base side is fine with me. Um, if you're right behind the net. Uh, first level, then it's kind of distracting when you when you you just just seeing the net, no chance about walls. Um, uh, so I usually like a first or third base side lower level. Otherwise, cheap ticket would be top deck behind home plate. I like what you're saying about home plate. I have a signature pitcher. Every, every park I go to, I, the pitcher I take of the stadium usually is from the first row up a deck, and so you can get the entire field in on the pitcher. Yep. Um, and I I have a little collection in which I take the pitcher and I take the st- ticket stub. And I put that in the frame, and then I hang it on the wall with a little shelf I built for the shot glass that I get at each stadium. And I, get, and I was wondering, do you have anything you take from these stadiums other than you know, other than just you know the ticket stub or the pitcher stuff? Do you, is there a particular um, souvenir or something that you you that you need definitely need to have from that stadium? Otherwise, you won't complete your, uh, your collection. Yeah, that's a hot topic. A lot of a lot of chiefs talk about that on our on our website. And um, myself, I am a big collector, but I it's one of those things where. It, I've seen parks like over the last 10 years that, you know, I'll start to collect something and then I won't find it at the next ballpark and yep. it's like, oh, start over, you know. So my biggest thing is to get a true ticket stub, which is, which sucks now. It's yeah. like it's all transforming into paperless sucks. or um, uh, internet yep, uh, yep. tickets. You know, you just suck. print it out off the, off the printer and it's so annoying. I want the true, like, season ticket. What I do, uh, they don't even tear no. them anymore. If you, no, yeah. no. If, if you stand in line long enough, they'll transfer it for you. I did that last year. In oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. They will transfer it for you because of, uh, because of like, um, 
I don't know, like a fucking rain out or something. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't know why, but they can do that. I, or at least some ballparks. What I would do is I usually I had Photoshop. The first time I got a paper ticket was like Stadium 27 for me. It was uh, in Washington, D.C. And I printed out a ticket because I had to get it from StubHub. And what I did was I brought it into Photoshop. And I actually scaled it down to be the relative size of a proper uh, ticket. So I can print it out on a piece of cardboard so it actually had the same kind of consistency of a paper. But I know what you're saying. Those like, nerd. Those electronic tickets suck in. I, I, and, yeah. and with the souvenirs, I went to, you know, I got to my 30th ballpark, getting a shot glass in every park. Then I go to Dodger Stadium out in L.A., and it was right in the middle of the whole crisis where they were selling the team, and the team was bankrupt, and they didn't have any money and all that stuff. And I went to the gift shop, and it looked like it looked like a Bradley's during a Clarence uh, bankruptcy mm-hmm. sale, and there was nothing left in there. And I go, hey, you guys have any shot glasses anywhere in the stadium? I've been to three shops so far, and you guys look like you're going out of business. And they're like, no, we don't have anything. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you realize I've been to 30 ballparks. So what I did was I bought a little baseball that had the Dodgers symbol on it, and then I eventually went online and bought a shot glass. From a third market party. Oh, so you have a, you have a, like a, an illegitimate it's an illegitimate yeah. collection. Yeah. But I still got the baseball that I put next to it. So I'm like, I bought this, but this is what I needed. I am. Oh, a, I'm right. a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a dork. I really am. I'm a sick individual. And then on the pitches, I get a label maker with the team they played, the date, and the final score. I just love that you own a label maker. <laughs> Poor guy who, well, like, well, he, a, he does it to label all his uh, spreadsheets. That's right. Oh, yeah. For a guy who's into hooker spit hand jobs, he pays attention to a lot of details. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. That's true, I do. It's just why he's got strangers. You put, like, a label on your dick for the hooker? I do, I Like, see. with arrows pointing hand up and down? Here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But, um, so, uh, you want to plug your uh, website first one more time? Because I, I know there's a lot of... Unless, uh, Sam, you have another question for him? Uh, yeah, actually, I got I got one more. All right. So, do you do you uh, do you plan? Does the opponent, the opposing team, does that matter to you when you pick like the stadium that you're going to go to? Do you do you pick, do you base who they're playing against uh, on like which game you're going to go to or which week you're going to go to or anything like that? I do. I'm, it's nothing more frustrating than to find a game you want to go to and realize they're playing the Mariners. Like, <laughs> you know, Mariners I, I live in Seattle, and I can go to them oh, any yeah. day, and they suck. Oh, okay. So it's like okay. double whammy, and yeah. it just, it just for, seems for too like sometimes well, that will happen. It's like, oh, the Mariners. Well, Come on. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is tough with the Mariners because besides the bartender and King Felix, what, what, can, can you name a significant Mariner player? <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely rebuilding, as yeah. as they said for the last ten years. But um, <laughs> yeah, is is it rebuilding when Kyle Seeger's like maybe your best hitter? <laughs> no, no, it's funny. I spent years like trying to follow Sox in the away teams, and I, the first like ten stadiums I did, I, I seen the Red Sox play away. And then it happened to be over the last 20 stadiums I've seen, I've been becoming a really, really big Pittsburgh Pirate fans inadvertently because I've been seeing the Pirates play awful lot, and I really don't have, know anything about them. And they just happen to be the away team when I'm at these stadiums. I'm like, and like, I'll catch them on interleague games, too. I'll be like, oh, the, the Pirates? They're playing the Angels. How the hell does this happen? You know what I mean? But, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those interesting things. Yeah, it's like me. I my like the other team. I usually get caught with is the Astros. It's like oh, seriously, at a, 
29 other teams I could be seeing. It's the Astros. It's so <laughs> well, it, I mean, if you're lucky, you'll see Jose Atuve hit, and then you'll see three other guys not get him home. <laughs> well, the, the, good thing about, the good thing about the Astros is it's almost like seeing a farm team for the New York Yankees. I mean, eventually those players are going to be playing for the Yankees, at least the good ones yeah. at some point. You know? oh, I, I thoroughly believe that within five years, Jose Atuve will be playing in, at either – for the Angels, the Red Sox, the Rangers, or the or the uh, or the Yankees. Oh, that's, that's what happens. So the Yankees are farming uh, domestically now. They're they're yeah. at the Dominican Republic. They've been, doing, they've been doing it for years. The Pittsburgh uh, Pirates have been a huge, uh, basically a Triple A farm team. Oh yeah, for, the, for for most of the big market teams in baseball, because Pittsburgh doesn't want to pay these guys when their contracts up, and they're really really good. And guess who has a big big checkbook? Old Daddy Yankee. Yeah. But hey, yeah, the reggaeton guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Who he is. Opa Lopa. Oh, I thought you meant. Oh, wait, is Steinbrenner even a part with the Yankees anymore? Or is he dead? He's dead. Okay. Son owns it now. Did you just yeah. ask him Steinbrenner. Dude, my, uh, my, my reference to like most of the Yankees is reruns of Seinfeld. Like, I'm not. I don't know sports very well. I'm no. kind of awful at it. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting the sense. Yeah. Craig, <laughs> Craig, have you ever? Is that Babe Ruth guy still playing? Have you ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met a Minnesota Twins fan before? Because we got one here in the studio of us right now. I've never uh, met one. A couple on our website, but definitely no one local out here in, in Seattle. We're we're so far away from civilization. It seems like out here that. It's Where so is out here? Where are you at? Seattle. Is Seattle. Okay. Not hey, Seattle. you should hook up with Artie when he's out in Seattle, and uh, you guys can go get some hooker spit hand jobs together after the game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll be out there for a Mar- actually. That'll be my very last stadium um, to complete the. Uh, the whole entire tour will be uh, in September. You should go to a weed store while you're out there too, because yeah. you don't like. Because I heard it's about, you come back no, from about, <laughs> yeah. about December is when they expect to open those, like the non-prescription weed shops out there. Well, I'll so. make sure I mute my ass for you. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Greg. So, yeah. uh, one more plug before we go. Um, so, the, the website again. You want to give us the uh, the uh, the URL and give us certainly at ballparkchasers.com. And uh, sign up free, totally uh, free, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll take care of you. We'll help you plan your next ballpark trip, help you track your stadium progress, and uh, you know it's a great place to just uh, create your own little scrapbook, post your photos, and invite your friends and uh, join our community. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for calling. I know we had a little bit of rescheduling problem um, due to the circumstances that happened in Boston a couple of weeks ago, but um, but we appreciate you for making some time for us, and uh, it was nice talking to you. It was great, guys. Had a lot of fun. Thanks, thanks for the invite. All right, it's Craig I. Lingering from Lingering, uh, yep. Lingering from Ballpark Chases. Um, so that includes our phone guest tonight. Yeah, I know you have some riveting. You got my. You got some of my favorite stuff tonight. Oh, uh, for, for for wait what? For wait what? Wait what? Wait what? what? I actually, and you know what? We there's there's a there's a few other things like celebrity stuff, but I have three Florida crime news stories wow. today. Let's just uh, go all Florida crime. news. I think so. You, okay. uh, you no. sure? Because I can, I, I wrote, I wrote great headlines for him too, but uh, we can, pick, we can like pick you from sound one. Or, like, I am excited. Here's a, uh, but yeah, if uh, well, oh, yeah, okay. So uh, we have. Well, I was gonna jack it until I saw this badass remote control helicopter uh, news. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, we have apparently God is very short sighted when it comes to planning news, and uh, this <laughs> this little piggy went to register as a sex offender news. These are all Florida crime this stories. Awesome. So which one which one would you like? Uh, so much to choose from. Wait, uh, what was the second one? Uh, apparently, God is very short sighted when it comes to planning. I'm 
I'm intrigued by that yes, one. Yeah. No, uh, Sam and Sam, if you're not familiar, um, we, we, we do a Wait What segment of Jay. He's the news guy. And uh, we specialize in Florida crime news. Because it's fantastic. It's awesome. The best stuff in the world happened in Florida. <laughs> There's never not Florida crime yes. news. And now oh, we yeah. get three. So, yes, let's do that. The Jesus is a bad planner. Uh, it's a okay. God. Oh God, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, so uh, uh, this is uh, from the news journal, uh, newsjournalonline.com, uh, Daytona Beach. A West Palm Beach woman was taken into protective custody for a mental health evaluation after police say she set fire to her, her car on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, patrol unit responded to BP gas station at 971 West International Street. No, she did it okay. at a gas station? She did it, yeah. Okay. You know what, I'll stop, reading this. I'll stop reading the story. Just She did it at a gas station. She doused her car, which was a scion, which I can understand why. Burn one of those, uh, but she doused it in gas. Went in, uh, fought like with the the uh, cashier over like a bic lighter. Like yeah. they were like actually like wrestling over it. She fought, she got one away from him. Ran because they just saw her douse her car with yeah, gas. Exactly. <laughs> and she reeked of gasoline. Like, yeah. They're like, uh, I know she paid, but we're gonna shut the pump off. Yeah. You shouldn't be handling a lighter right now, ma'am. But she uh, she does that and sets the car on fire and then starts screaming. My babies are in the car. She left her two dogs in the car. What? what? After she did this. No, but then when, uh, when uh, you know, cops and everything arrived, the paramedics, uh, she said uh, that she was God. So, oh, okay. That God has a plan. Uh, it's, he works in, or she works in mysterious <laughs> ways. So, who are we to question that? And you know how expensive it is when those Ansel systems go off, those uh, anti-fire protection systems at gas station? Uh, it costs tens of thousands of dollars to get that thing set back up again once that goes oh. off. I'm, it doesn't say in the article if that went off, but they said the the total damages to the uh, gas station was just a burnt uh, or, or a melted hose, but that was it. Like they didn't have any so damage to the pumps or anything. So I think they got it out pretty quickly. I don't think that it was like because get chick doesn't know what she's doing. Well, I think also that like she she was she was dousing the car like at the pump. So I yeah. think somebody called like nine one one probably right away. <laughs> and metal doesn't metal doesn't burn too well. It, it more of actually just heats well, up. You know, well, it's, it's a sign. It's, a sign, so it's mostly plastic. plastic. Yeah. So just melts. It's like, a, it's like when you're a kid and you, you set a matchbox car on fire because you just want to destroy shit. Well, I mean, like, I mean, guys, I went to Subway the other day and they they fucked up my sandwich, so I set my own, I set my bicycle on fire. I mean, I, 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 I get it. Like, but outside I, the restaurant, I understand. Right? <laughs> set my dick on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hook it and blow me right, so I'll zip my dick on fire. Blow me right. I want to hear the piggy. The yeah, piggy? Okay, I want all right. Hear that one. Uh, so, <laughs> what's, uh, what's the headline Pulse, again? It's uh, This Little Piggy's Going to Have to Register as a Sex Offender News. Uh, Polk man arrested after asking to touch girls' feet. A uh, 23-year-old man is well, under obviously arrest. Obviously, if he's from Polk County. Oh, of like, course. That's where the worst people in Florida come from. I thought it was Brevard County. That's, or that's where they arrested two live crew and... Uh, is that <laughs> really? Pee Wee? That's, that's right. Or is that Broward County? That's Broward, yeah, with yeah. Sarasota's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a 23 year old man is under arrest uh, after asking a girl if he could touch her feet, according to Polk County Sheriff's Office. Uh, detectives say he might have approached hundreds of females in the Dundee and Land, uh, Lake Hamilton areas. Uh, Reginald Cruz of Dundee was arrested Wednesday and charged with lewd, lascivious conduct on a person under 18. 
Oh, because he was wearing the age girls that he was well, tested for. Yeah, he was. So it, was a ten, what the was. <laughs> it was a 10 year old girl. <laughs> I didn't mean just get in crime. You didn't get to that part. <laughs> Sorry. Just, All right. yeah, so you can't just ask the test people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he should have been a podiatrist. <laughs> but he said, damn it, I'm going to be a politician to make sure it's legal to ask anybody if you yeah, want to touch their feet. You can he can at least get like well, a cosmetology so license and just specialize in pedicures. Yeah, 10 year old little girls that he was asking. And not just, but he wasn't just asking to touch them he was asking like if he could like suck them and stuff too and he was he was it was a ruse of him being a boy scout like i don't know it's like i guess it was a foot fetish merit badge or something i don't like i've been out of i've been out of the program what the only one turned on by this you want to touch a 10 year old girl's foot no but put your mouth on it make like a turkey noise no, right but on the bottom. I like the balls that he has. Just asking people to suck their toes. Like, can I, can I touch your daughter's feet? Yeah, like, well, well. did anyone say yeah? I, I no, I'm pretty I sure they know. didn't. They just to he be got, fair, but he got, if you have a foot fetish, little girls probably have better feet than women. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, I've, I mean, they, they have cute little adorable feet. Brianna Claus and pedophile, a foot fetish apologist. <laughs> She's sympathizer. Yeah. He's I, literally a pedophile. Now here's oh. the thing that I, I, oh. I, oh. I nice. I saw that. I saw That's that. That's great. I always want to do this myself. Like like with the with, with like a foot fetish, right? Like how do you go about that? Like how do you go about like if you're in a relationship, right? Like how do you go about bring how do you bring that conversation up or you just like you're 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 fucking and then you just put her foot in your mouth uh, yeah like, i think it's the same conversation you, you bring up anal. the conversation just, starts with like uh i can't go by parks anymore because i was asking 10 year old girls to touch it <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm not asking about this guy, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just asking for a foot fetish people in general i mean if somebody was like hey can I, like, rub your feet? I'd be like, absolutely. I work in a restaurant, so I would like, love a foot rub. What if they're like, hey, I want to, like, jerk off while I rub your feet because I'm really into touching uh, yeah. I've done, I've done that. You really? know, as long as it Cut didn't affect the, the quality no, 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 of my no, foot massage, I'd be okay with it. I asked, the girl, <laughs> I asked the girl to give me a foot job once. You laid her in her back, put her feet up, and I stood above her like she was on a couch, and I just fucked her you foot. You Dutch rudder her feet. Nice. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, nice. That was awesome. And wow. she, had like, she had these calluses on her heel, oh. so it actually felt good. It was almost like I was, uh, what, what's that I'm mean? When, throw was, up, what's that mean when you do your skin and you rub the... Yeah, like a pumice stone oh, on your dick? Yeah, like a dead skin. Exfoliated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exfoli- Exfoliated your shaft. I did. That does not seem relaxing at all. That seems horrifying. Cheeks are the one part of bodies that, that doesn't should not be exfoliated. And you like jack it with a cheese grater. What the hell's wrong with you? I wouldn't advise you get a stripper spit hand job after that. No, you no. I have cuts on your penis. What if, what if you got a fungus <laughs> from her? What if she like had athlete's foot dick? Fungus? <laughs> yeah, if you got athlete's dick. Yeah. Oh, oh, your oh, dick oh, hole got athlete's foot. Athlete's foot's dick. I'd be like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> you have a very athletic penis. That, that, yeah, that comes with a rape charge. I do, I do think that, like, I haven't had it happen, but it, I, I, I think a foot a foot job would probably be more pleasant than a hand job. Either or. There's less, I, there's I less painful, like, like as, uh, less, less, a, less of a forceful no, tug and, like, grip. Feet. Like, <laughs> yeah. if she's going full-blown with it, she's using both her feet. 
And I, I feel like, like that... great, like, ab exercise. It is for her. Yeah. It probably does yeah, work I your lower like, abs yeah. really well. <laughs> All right, I'm putting it out there. I kind of want to lose I want to help some ladies tone their abdominal muscles. Yeah. If you want to fucking lose weight and make me come, <laughs> contact me. Call into this fucking show right now. Give me a foot job. Make this worth it. <laughs> make being here worth it. <laughs> the phones are lighting up. Yeah. The phones are just a blazing now. <laughs> Some girls, some girls are listening right now in Oklahoma, going, "That's not a bad idea." <laughs> I've never been awesome to Boston. <laughs> I could really use my abs tone, but I really just want to make people come at the same time. So, <laughs> the boys in here, can you explain it to me? They're like, "Why do you want to like fuck other shit besides the vagina?" <laughs> like the vagina's there. Like, what makes you pass the pussy and go like, "No, I really just want to fuck your feet." <laughs> what happens? I want them to know me like the bottom of two feet. I don't, don't have the foot fetish, but. I understand it's it's just conquering shit. Like it is. It's a masculine thing. Of we feel like we're fucking kings. I, I came here. I was in high school. So I marking your territory. No, uh, no, no. I believe Caesar actually said it. Uh, Vini, Vini, Vini. I came. I saw. I came. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in high school, and I and I had a girlfriend, and we had and we had sex on a regular basis, and I still took my pillow. Folded in half, put, put lotion in oh. half, and fucked my own pillow. What kind of lotion? I fucked my thing pillow. I've ever heard. That's How many pillows did, did you go through? I could, because I'm a man and I wanted to conquer my goddamn yeah. pillow. I, to- <laughs> I, I like the fact that you. What kind of lotion? lotion like yeah. uh, like Jergens or Good cocoa shit. butter yeah. or like? Yeah, what? no, but the lotion part. When as I was putting that on, I went. God, I'm taking this way too far. <laughs> no, but I can't stop. I already, I already lotioned up the pillow. Did you go no, you don't. This is what I did. I used to get the pillow and I just put a plastic bag over the pillow, then put a couple pillowcases over the plastic bag, so you had that vapor barrier, so you didn't get the feathers and the pillow with cum and lotion on it. And I would do the same thing, and you bang a pillow, and then you all you gotta do is throw your, your pillowcase in the wash, and then you take off the plastic bag and put a new one on. See, <laughs> at least there's something inside of you, Sam, that like tells you we've taken it too far. And you're doing something yeah, wrong. Like, Artie has no. Artie has, has absolutely zero idea of taking it too all far. I, all I know is this: if there's somebody riding around states like fucking pillows and glory holes and baseball cards, and like cutting off strippers' hands, it's this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It, puts, it puts the lotion on the pillowcase again. What is it? Is it odd that every escort I ever had, I asked if I can have a clump of their hair? <laughs> And I, and I, put, I put it in a film can, canister and I label it with my label maker. <laughs> That's can why I, he bought the label can I, can maker. I, can I ask, like, her specific... He's behind his, like, baseball yeah. shrine. Like, oh, he's got a secret, like... He's got a secret, like, dungeon, like, dark room his girlfriend knows nothing about. That's just filled with, like... Thing is a it's, it's got his whole ballpark thing is a ruse. Where you travel around the country collecting, like, prostitutes' body parts. What's up? He literally has binders full of women because of his spreadsheets he makes. One time, I, one time I hooked up with a girl that was, like, way too hot, way too hot, like, way out of my league. And I was, was like... Was she drunk? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like... I was like, I... I was like, I gotta, I gotta really make this worth it. So I stole her copy of Ashton Kutcher's Just Married. 
He's banging girls in the stand. I'll her for thinking she's better than me. She never did anything wrong. <laughs> she she, she was really hot and let me put my penis inside of her when she was drunk. So, but I'm going to take her shit. You know what would be... Like, of a movie she probably didn't care that much about to begin with. But how did... I, it didn't matter to me. I was but like, how funny would it be if that just like... How funny would it be if that like wrecked her like... Yeah. Like, what? What? Was this before or after Brittany Murphy died? Like, this she was. Because she, maybe she had some weird be, connection that's with what her. I was saying, this like, like, maybe like her dead father, that was their favorite movie that they watched. You're a horrible person, Sam. She's like, I already had sex with a guy who's way sex with a loser. <laughs> I already fucked a loser. And, and then he steals my hobby and just married? What kind of a person is he? Sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then he cut a piece of my hair off. Do that to me. Right. He asked me if I would give him a foot job. What is that? To answer the question, Brittany Murphy was still alive. Okay. okay. Good. This, I don't know if that makes it better. I, I still stole it. Nothing will make that better. I'll, I'll steal anything on, that's worth, like, less than $10. I want to start doing that. No, you go start stealing stuff from girls. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. You I have stolen things from you know, girls. You, are, you are aware of their dignities. You are aware like, taking pride. trophies is, like, I think, like, the FBI talks about that and, like, the serial killer uh, profile. Yeah. <laughs> Like, That's true. They like take something. I mean, the only thing I steal from women is their hearts. Oh, oh, oh. that's never happened. <laughs> so it's just a dignity. We got, yeah. We'll probably get time for one more story. So we have a third Florida crab news, right? Uh, yeah, 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 we do. Uh, so that was was the, okay. Um, I. <laughs> It was I. I was I, I. I was gonna jack off, but then I saw this awesome remote control helicopter news. Saint uh, Saint Augustine, Florida. A sheriff's deputy say a burglary suspect admitted to having a really good time while in a couple's home. Uh, authorities charged Jason Vickery, 23, on burglary and larceny charges. Uh, essentially, what he did was he broke into these people's house and. Uh, he didn't steal anything, but he like I think these burglary and larceny charges are a little uh, trumped up in that he found some batteries in the house and started playing with a remote control helicopter he found, and then later went upstairs and jacked it in one of the bathrooms. And but then like the cops, like I guess somebody noticed that he was in the house because the cops were outside before he had a chance to so leave. Really, that's just like a perverted B and E. Yeah, exactly. But they're saying that because he used the batteries, they're char- And I, it's Florida. <laughs> the, the legal system's draconian at best. I'm sure. Like if you can, if you can throw an extra charge at him, like but they also got him on like possession of like pot and uh, and like and, yeah, Ooh, and, uh, I and paraphernalia. I would kind and, like, of assume like that. that anybody who went to break into somebody's house and then got distracted by a remote control helicopter and then went upstairs and jerked off. It was probably high, yeah. Yeah, I guess nobody's face got bitten off, so... Have you yeah. guys ever did that? Have you ever broken into a girl's house and jerked off on her pillow? <laughs> uh, something tells me you have. No. No? Guy I know. I actually know... Uh, <laughs> did you bring your own, like, uh, your own vapor lock system to jerk on her pillow that you described so deftly? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, we had a little conversation before the show about how I bring my own utensils to restaurants sometimes. That was actually a during girl. the show, but yeah. Was it during the show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. here. And then you said... Was you, it was before we started, though? No. No, no. We no, were no, all no. here, yeah. Really? You said so. you don't bring spoons because you can just melt it. Yeah, well, that was. You're right. Wow, I'm just losing my mind. I did. I um, do remember that. Okay, so I went to high school with a girl. She's, uh, she, we're still, like, sort of friends. Uh, 
her boyfriend, she broke up with him. He lost his shit. He totaled her parents' car because they were, like, on vacation, trashed her house, and then jerked off on her parents' bed. No, awesome. yeah, and then uh, I, he these kick ass. Uh, he, I'm pretty sure he went to jail after. Yeah, I was sure. Yeah. He's a sentence. fucking rock star. Though. But he he totally <laughs> jerked off That's rock star on shit. her parents. Died That's cute. After totaling their car. What? what I don't. Can do you I think can, he jerked okay, off guys, on the car too? Another question. Sure. Another question. How as men like I don't get like every time I hear these like random jerk off stories I'm like well, what like how is he like ah oh, fuck this car ah and then he's like yeah like how did he get just, how did he get there he so had just, so like, much adrenaline oh, from or like how crashing just, like, the car and with a helicopter like, and then you're it's like it's a pure oh, masculinity thing like true. we they just need to come on yeah we just want to conquer shit we don't care who's bad it is we're fucking jerking off in it because we need to fucking tell people who's boss. Like, that's yeah. the only way we know how. It's like spraying your scent on stuff, you know. It's like you know what we're you know, I was thinking because it's like a se- like I I I associate masturbation with being sexually aroused, right? Yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is, how do you go from these extremes of emotion? Like, how do you go from like fuck your car, bitch? Because it's a test. Like, it's a test. Wow. Thing, no man. woman would ever yes. go be like, yeah, fuck that. I just crash your car. I go upstairs and be like, now. Yeah, let me rub it up myself. You know how much it well, takes for a woman, woman to like put herself in the mood to touch herself? Like, I gotta think about it shit. Does what was your mood, though? Are you fucking look. kidding me? If, if if fucking JR wasn't looking at me, I'd jerk off right now. <laughs> but, but I want to watch. Notice <laughs> I mean, how we only said JR, and there are two other men in the room. But I, but I would help JR, you're, you're the ugly duck. No, but but he knows how, but he okay, knows how much I want. JR, no, you know how much I want to watch is the thing. And, uh, and I, you know, like, and the thing is, though, I shouldn't watch because if you start jerking off, I'm going to start jerking off. It's going to be this yeah. whole chain reaction and thing. Everybody get the fuck gonna... out of here. Yeah, I'm definitely moving. It's going to be like that time I walked in that swingers club. But we can't man. break eye contact the whole time. The chicks that's never awkward. came, man. Yeah. They never showed up. Well, alright. Well, you know what? Any show we have, Florida Crime News, is a good show. So I think that was successful right there. I think those so. three stories. Um, Sam J, is there anything you're uh, you're doing? Any plugs or anything? I know we were having a little talk before the show and stuff. Yeah. Um... Uh, I guess I'll just plug on uh, my website. I am samj.com. All right. Uh, got a new episode of Jokes and Dreams out, which is a little mini docu-series I'm doing. Very philosophical, this episode, uh, episode two of Jokes and Dreams. I enjoyed <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, James. I'm not, I'm not saying that to be a dick. I really, like, you, it was very insightful. And, like, you seemed very uh, uh, pensive, like, while you were discussing, like, the what, when you when you were, had your, like, your, your talking head segments. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm sorry. I can't um, believe I just I like I, I turned a compliment into a shitty thing. Oh, <laughs> you, just made, like, you just made it feel better about yourself. No, I'm really, I'm, I I have Asperger's. Okay. <laughs> um, and you're saying you're gonna be in Cleveland? Yeah, or, I'll be in Cleveland on Fridays. So I guess if there's any Cleveland listeners, I have no idea where. So nice. I don't know. Just look for the black lesbian girl telling jokes somewhere. <laughs> look for the only black <laughs> lesbian in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, Le- I just like to think LeBron of left town. She's the only one. She's the only black lesbian in town now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just think of someone just black dead. lesbian comics to always like just kill it like every time like at tavern whenever there's sure a black there's... lesbian there she always just like wrecks it for, for everybody else. How many black lesbians go to tavern? I'm not many. Fine. So whenever one. So shows just up, you. <laughs> I don't even feel like you just saw me. No, yeah. like, I don't even know. <laughs> Sam's sitting here going, "Introduce me to her." Yes. <laughs> I, I, exactly. I'm like, where? Yeah. This doesn't happen to me. I don't know. It's there's been 
more than just you, though. There's there's definitely somebody else. <laughs> you I mean I will she find hasn't you. cornered the black lesbian market in, <laughs> in Boston? Comics? Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't I need to know about this. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah, find you. Phoebe or something. That's awesome. I just think... Because if there's uh, another one, we'll call up the dudes in Roxbury and take her out. I just feel like... Rihanna we don't saw me and doesn't remember. <laughs> I really do. I'm, gonna, no, I'm really no, putting no. it all on that. That's a, yeah, that's Brian, yeah, Brianna's, aren't you someone else? <laughs> I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm willing to really bet a large amount of money that you just saw me and She's like, oh, you. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I've seen you at Tavern. Like, I know you. All you right? lesbians like, look the same. Like, unless I was really wasted drunk. And or was there's like, this woman this that you may think is a lesbian who is not. That might and she looks like Marsha Warfield, kind of, from okay. Night Court. All right. And Ooh. she's definitely not a lesbian. She has a husband, and she touches his penis, and somehow he gets aroused. So okay. for him. Not. All right. So, so maybe I just guess assumed she was a, a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah just, Jokes and, and Dreams. Jokes and Dreams. Uh, IamCMJ.com. Cleveland, and then I'll be in Rochester Saturday and Buffalo Sunday. Nice. Nice. There, that's it. Sam J comic on Twitter, right? At Sam J comic, yep. nice. Yes. And uh, Mr. Ike of the Sam Variety. Oh, jeez, what do you uh, got going on? Uh, <laughs> at the Sam Ike is my Twitter. You can check out some videos that I'm in with uh, my sketch group, Friends of Gertrude, on uh, on the internet. No, that's and a unique uh, title. Yeah, it's a fucking sweet name. I came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was pumped about that I've one. I've actually seen you guys at Improv Boston before. Oh, uh, yeah, we played there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I, I, I love being in that group. Uh, it's great. And uh, I'm doing stand-up at a, a few places this week. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm at Nick's uh, Thursday. Uh, I got a, I'm doing a couple improv shows at IB and IA this week. And I'm doing stand up in New Hampshire. Fuck. Uh, I can't remember what I can't remember the date. Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, IA is Improv Asylum in the North End, and IB is is Improv uh, Improv Boston Boston in Cambridge. I'm at IA on Tuesday. I'm at IB on Friday. (laughs) There you go. And HIV on Saturday if he's lucky. <laughs> That's the best theater. That's my favorite improv theater. <laughs> uh, Mr. Huffman, anything going on with you? Uh, just uh, check me out on Twitter. Uh, follow me there at unfunnyhack. Uh, I'm, I'm actually. Oh, that's your Twitter. Man. I haven't. I uh, it's it's up. Uh, uh, and by the way, we didn't get to comment on it, but uh, the the sale apparently has been finalized with Vivid Entertainment. Uh, Miss Farah Abraham uh, from Teen Mom Sex Tape should be uh, coming out soon. So nice. I think I'm going to review that because because <laughs> I like, the conquering the conquering thing that Sam Mike was talking that. about. Like yeah. like I hate her and I hate her face, but I want to see her. Like, I want to see James Dean Plower and like just like, ah, ah. Just like that uh, the girl Miss Teen Delaware. It's yes. the same thing. I love it. Ugh. Uh, so we get to boring lay that was. <laughs> so, wait, so there is also a sense of accomplishment jerking off to somebody yeah. you hate. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know if I'll jerk off. I think I might be too angry to, or I might be, or I might be angry. <laughs> he enough. might hurt himself. I might get, or, or I might get oh, angry. At, so yeah, angry. that's phenomenal. Uh, Brianna, anything going on with you? Um, I will have some dates coming up at the comedy studio right now. Uh, it's looking like July 3rd is going to be my first date there. So that's exciting Sweet. news there you go. for me. Um, oh, yeah. I know somebody that's on that show. Yeah? I, I, I was just talking to somebody who said they were, doing a sh- they were doing the studio on July 3rd. And they were talking about how it sucked because they, had to, they were going somewhere on the 4th. 
and how it was like a huge inconvenience. But oh, poor them. Yeah. Oh, shit. But then <laughs> I got getting a date at a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comedy well, they were saying like how it sucked. Like they were like, oh yeah. Damn, I it. wanted I to hit the road early and miss the tra- skip the traffic yeah. and be. But then, I, and then I was like, "Well, where are you going?" And he was like, "Oh, you know, Brockton." You're not going out of state. I thought you were going out of state. That's what kind of what, what conversation are we having? That's phenomenal. Yeah, and then you can find all my stuff on uh, BreeClassen.com. All right. So. And I'll be out DJing at Tavern and Square this uh, Saturday night, I 10 to come, 2 a.m. Cambridge Mass, Tavern and Square, right on Mass Ave. So check that out. It's got a great uh, little DJ I know, it's a little there. fun time for everyone. I couldn't even everyone. find you. I hide, I hide because me Because you're like way up there. I know. And uh, make sure you get all, all episodes right on uh, com. And, uh, yeah, we got our Geek Talk up next, right, here on Unregular Ge- Radio? Geek Beat La Radio. Geek Beat La Radio, all right. And uh, I just want to thank Dr. Steve and uh, Craig uh, Lindgren for uh, calling in today and uh, being part of our show. And uh, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, next week, who do we get? What are we going to go on next week, Jay? Off the top of your head, you know. Uh, well, there's uh, there's uh, a, uh, the music guest, I believe, uh, Ashley uh, something something. I don't have the website. Oh, I got it right now. I'm bringing it up real quick. We're just okay. real quick. Uh, we've got um, Chris McGonagall coming back on. Uh, music guest Ace Dollface and the Frankie Lightning Band. We um, have to reschedule some of these. Josh people. Day, and then we get calling in. We got uh, Liza Stinton from uh, Big Brother Canada calling in, <laughs> and uh, talk about those uh, those gets, huh? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, talk <laughs> you guys, on. I'll talk about how I met her. That's the funny part. I met her before. Has she touched your penis? Not <laughs> yet. You guys have Mayo <laughs> coming up soon. Some pre- yeah, a few weeks. And then we got uh, the PWA show calling in. All right, so we gotta get the hell out of here. This is on regular radio. See the radio show. Thank you guys for coming on, and we'll see you guys next week. Everybody, Adam Mallet here with your quick sports update. In baseball, pitcher Matt Moore became the first Rays pitcher to win his first four starts of the season. Also, the Colorado Rockies are off to a surprise in 13-5 start to the season. In hockey, rookie goaltender Victor Fast made 24 saves as the Ducks defeated the Oilers 3-0 on Monday to win the division for the first time since 2007. In football, the Jets finally traded Darrell Revis to the Bucks for the 13th overall pick in this year's draft and a conditional selection for next year. Revis has, Revis has signed a six-year, six year $96 million contract. In basketball, the NBA playoffs are underway in the first round in the East. The Bulls versus the Nets, the Bucks versus the Heat, the Celtics versus the Knicks, the Pacers versus the Hawks. And in the West, the Clippers face off against the Grizzlies, the Warriors are against the Nuggets, the Thunder against the Rockets, and the Spurs against the Lakers. I'm Adam Mallett, and that's what's been on my radar the last week.